Seattle, Washington, 1945. The Carousel Room is swinging high, hosting the best swing band in the city where all the hit cats flock. Little did they know, a secret stronghold of mages fights to protect the city from an all-out war against free will. This is Trinity's Wake, a Mage 20th Anniversary Edition actual play on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Hi everyone, uh, welcome, thank you for joining us for session one of Trinity's Wake, our Mage 20th Anniversary Edition actual play here on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. To find all the sessions of this game, visit happyjacks.org slash Trinity's Wake. And to visit all of the shows on the Happy Jacks Network, visit happyjacks.org. Uh, my name is Adam, uh, I use they, them pronouns, and I am your storyteller for this particular game. Um, hooray! Um, uh, content warning, uh, this game may include um, sex, drinking, debauchery, drug use, and possibly a whole lot of other sinful things. Um, oh, I have to go. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did, did you say right there in your skin? <laughs> did, you, did you say may include drinking? <laughs> will, definitely will include drinking. Uh, so, um, so, uh, and so, but uh, but we are using uh, we are using lines and veils, uh, which we have uh, been discussing, and uh, so we have our players in a safe place. And we also have an X card, uh, vi both visible and the players uh, are free to uh, make a visual or audio uh, X card um, note if they would like. Uh, so, uh, so we are using safety tools. We find that's very important here at Happy Jacks. Um, so uh, let's start off. Let's introduce our characters and then we'll, uh, we'll start setting the scene and getting into the story. Um, so we're going to start with Nick. Hey, I was not expecting to be first, but <laughs> I can I can do it because I'm a professional. <laughs> I will be playing a character whose name is Alexander Basto. Uh, he is the icon of entropy uh, for our particular game and our uh, uh, this whole experience that we're about to have. And uh, he is a uh, he's a little bit anachronistic, even though this is the 40s. He walks around looking like a cowboy, big duster uh, hat, and he is uh, a gambler. He travels all around and gets involved in card games, dice games, other forms of luck. He's very interested in what's happening right now in a little town called Las Vegas, uh, as the locals are trying to resist all of the advances of uh, organized crime. So that's a really exciting point. However, we're in Seattle, so I also took a look and saw what the uh, vice situation was like in Seattle, and I'll be peppering some of that in throughout the game, I, I hope. Uh, he stands about 5'10". He's got brown eyes and brown hair. It's a little bit long and shaggy and unkempt. And uh, as I mentioned before, he tends to dress uh, in a very cowboy style. Awesome. Uh, next, we are going to Pooja. Hello, I am Pooja, and I am playing Banu Thakkar. They are an immigrant from northern India. They came to Seattle, definitely not running away from the consequences of their actions. <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, they are the icon of time for the Mayflower Club, and style-wise, they are a mix of... Indian, like, traditional silver kameez, that kind of, like, uh, heavily embroidered, uh, colorful clothing, and the cutting edge 
of American fashion, just depending on how they feel at the moment and what sensuous pleasures they would like to indulge in because it is all about the senses. Yes. Lovely. And let's go to Courtney. All right. Uh, hey, I'm Courtney. I'm playing Evelyn Porter. Um, she's the icon of life. Uh, she's kind of a chameleon. She likes to change her appearance uh, depending on what's going on around her and what needs to be done. Um, she's done a lot of deep undercover work for various uh, various things that the players will find out about eventually, but they know that she was last in Chicago working the uh, Chicago outfit, which was like Al Capone's ring. Um, and then something happened, and now she's in Seattle. Um, let's see, describe her. I'd say she's about like five foot five, uh, blonde hair, blue eyed, very like put together. Like her outfits are always very pristine, even if they aren't like super, they're not like flashy, but it's always like, Everything has to be in its place. Everything is done with very much a purpose. Um, she's also probably not very liked among the other people around because she's just kind of a frigid bitch sometimes. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit. One of us has to be. <laughs> right. That's it. Well, and Dion. Hi, I am Dion. I am playing Silver. He is uh, about 5'8", I'd say about a Buck 35, pretty slender, uh, typically dressed in uh, a tuxedo, typical to a sort of big band musician, jazz player of the era. Uh, he is originally from Mississippi. Uh, he has fled the South for obvious reasons, being a black man in this time, <laughs> looking for a better life. He found himself in Chicago for a while. We'll get into that backstory eventually, but now is uh, pursuing both magic and music at the same time in Seattle. So he's always looking to grow in either uh, capacity. Um, he is quite the charmer outside, but maybe you'll get to know some other things about him a little later on. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Uh, awesome. So uh, so those are our characters and our players. And, uh, and so I'd like to invite you all to uh, to burn some incense, light a candle, uh, um, get some smoke going, because haze always makes everything feel better. Uh, grab a drink if you like, um, whether it's hot cocoa or you know uh, straight vodka. Uh, whether it's hot cocoa or, or, or hot both. toddy. Or, or both. both. Or both. Or both. <laughs> Alternate. Um, or mix them. Vodka <laughs> cocoa. I'm not sure. Well, no, that sounds disgusting. But maybe like a peppermint schnapps. Yeah, yeah. Peppermint schnapps and we say some mumbo jumbo. We speak some words. Mumbo jumbo, mumbo jumbo, mumbo jumbo. Great start. Yeah. Right? Great yeah. game, everyone. Yeah. Luckily, so normally I'm like, okay, let's aim for super serious, and we'll land at like romantic comedy. Yeah. Uh, this game, it's like, no, we're uh, we're going for the wild, and it's a, it, uh, and that's what we're gonna do. But 
want to invite you all to reach into your inner self, open your third eye, breathe into all your chakras, whatever you do uh, to get yourself in the mood to party. And we're all going to join hands and say our mumbo jumbo together. <laughs> Can't reach. <laughs> there we go. And lightning crash, thunder, boom. Hello, darlings. You don't know me, but I know you. My name is Nona Redbird. And I live in a fantastical world of magic and excitement, wonder and free will. And here's the secret, you do as well. But magic is everywhere, but you have to insist on it. All the world is for your taking, if only you insist. So let's tell a story that ripples through time all the way back and all the way forward as far as you can imagine and come back together in my time, 1945. Seattle, Washington, the United States of America, what some of us call Turtle Island. And scoot up to the edge of your seat because that's where all the fun happens. Because this is a story about people who insist. Grab a drink if you're so inclined, listen to the music and slip into my world, darling. And I promise you'll have fun. A shiny black car pulls up to the front door of the Mayflower Park Hotel in Seattle, Washington. On the corner of Fourth and Olive, this magnificent hotel is fairly new for some uh, places, but old for Washington. It's been around for more than a decade. And uh, the, the black car opens up its doors a young, slender man uh, uh, opens the door, and you step out. To the side, you see a pinched-looking woman in a stiff black suit, handing out pamphlets talking about Jesus and love and, uh, and running away from the, the enamors of sin and iniquity uh, that are going on in this particular hotel at this very moment. The young bellhop steps in between you, takes the pamphlet before she can hand it to you and crumples it up, tosses it in the trash can very, very neatly as he escorts you up to the front door, opens the door for you, and you step into the lobby of the Mayflower Park Hotel. It's rich, glittery, there's gold filigree on all of the walls and fixtures. There's rich velvet uh, tapestry-like uh, furniture all through. A beautiful, beautiful uh, reddish brown carpet, giving a whole sense of mystery and glamor uh, to the room. Crystal chandeliers hang from the center, casting a warm glow. But it's the music that hits you, the thump of the bass, uh, of the bass, uh, um, the bass, <laughs> <laughs> the thump of the bass, the rhythmic pounding of the drum, that chunky wail of the trombones, and a clear piercing saxophone sound that sounds like angels could have made it. And you 
You can smell the cigarette smoke in the air with a tinge of something else, marijuana, opium, depending on which ones you recognize. Spoiler alert, it's both. And you hear laughter and music and fun happening uh, off to the right as you look to the right and you see the carousel room, the den of iniquity, the the heartbeat of, of hedonism and sin, the beautiful, absolute mess of gloriousness that is the carousel room. As you walk into the carousel room, it's brightly lit, but in that way that actually makes you feel a little more anonymous. There's glittery chandeliers everywhere, crystal lighting fixtures, and the band, Oliver Gordy and his swinging symphony are on the bandstand, revving up one of the most jiving swing tunes that you've ever heard. It hits you. It hits you deep in your senses as you feel it just take over your mood. And you can't help but feel excited as you step into this room. It's packed. It's a Saturday night. The club is jumping. And people of all types and ages and shapes and sizes and colors are playing together, having a good time, talking, dancing. There's, uh, there's an atmosphere of joy and, uh, and brilliance uh, coming th uh, spread throughout the entire club. Um, as, you, as you enter the room, the first thing you notice is Oliver Gordy himself, the band leader of the Swing and Symphony, uh, uh, conducting this jazz band in, uh, in an animated way that can only be described as frenetic. Uh, his, his enthusiasm is, is shining through every movement of every part of his body as he whips the band into this incredible sound. Uh, swing music is the newest, hottest, best thing, and nobody does it like Oliver and the Swing and Symphony. But this is even more special because featured on saxophone, standing in front of the others, all of them wearing their bright pink uh, tuxedo jackets uh, as they wail on their instruments. But standing in front uh, on the saxophone is the one we know as Silver. And he's slender and, uh, and well put together, well kempt. Um, can you describe Silver a little more? Like, what does he look like uh, in more detail? Like I said, about 5'8", uh, 135, pretty slender, uh, very well-kempt, uh, shaven face, uh, short afro for a hairstyle, mm -hmm. uh, uh, wearing what the band is wearing tonight, but typically typically blacks, whites, black pinstripes, yeah. white tux, very, very classic. Uh, he, again, has a very sort of doic demeanor mm -hmm. to him, but not when he's playing. When he's uh -huh. playing, it's this love. You can see the love on his face. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah. That's, 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 yeah. Yeah. So you can't help but be carried away by the saxophone 
uh, by the sound that's coming out of this horn, uh, by this uh, beautiful man. Uh, I assume he's beautiful. Oh yeah, right? yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, he's hot. Let's let's be clear. It's one of my games. Everybody's hot. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> so um, and and there are there are dozens of couples on the dance floor swinging, uh, doing doing swing dance like the acrobatic orgy that it is. <laughs> there are flips. <laughs> People are like jumping on top of each other. They're throwing each other across the room. They're jump, jiving, and wailing? Jumping, <laughs> jiving, and wailing. All three, <laughs> mostly at the same time. Yeah. And, and the energy just, the energy just flows through you. You can tell that there's something special about this place. It's not just that it's a good time, it's that it brings out something extra in you. And um, sitting over, uh, um, is, or uh, standing near the bar, there's, a, there's another young man, uh, tall and classically uh, attractive, wearing, uh, wearing a, a nice, uh, a very nicely tailored suit, uh, he's got this brilliant smile on his face as he charms a gaggle of young people that are gathered around him, clearly enraptured by all of his stories or perhaps just by how damn good-looking he is or a little bit of both. Uh, <clears throat> you all know him as Arlo, Arlo Madison, one of the members of the Mayflower Club uh, and, and your compatriot, the icon of forces. Um... Nearby, uh, you, uh, you, you see two people sitting kind of in a corner, quietly smiling to themselves as they people watch in the grandest way. Um, one is a somewhat, uh, somewhat older Native American woman uh, who is uh, dressed much more <laughs> calmly and sedately than anybody else in the club. Uh, and uh, you know her as Sophia Wilbur. The icon of uh, the icon of time, and or no, Your sorry, not correspondence. Correspondence, the icon of correspondence. Another fellow member of the Mayflower Club, sitting with her is a bookish young uh, Chinese man, uh, a Chinese man named Sammy Chow, uh, who is your newest uh, member of the Mayflower Club, the icon of mind, uh, who has just recently joined. Quiet, unassuming, a bit nerdy. Uh, but uh, but grinning from ear to ear as he watches the swing dancing happening. Uh, over uh, in the middle of the dance floor uh, is a young uh, a young woman uh, who you all know as Dottie uh, Dottie Truncher, the icon of Prime, who is currently in the middle of being flung around with great gusto, uh, but also great care uh, by a very talented dancer uh, that she's partnered with. And, uh, and she laughs as she goes kind of twirling uh, across the dance floor, uh, feeling the music, enjoying herself, uh, and enjoying the feeling that she invokes in everybody else who's watching her. And then there's the bar. Sitting on the edge of the bar is Nona. Nona Redbird, the woman who brought you all here, the woman who's been talking to you for years, uh, maybe decades for some of you, 
as uh, as she develops her grand plan uh, for what she uh, thinks might work. Uh, it, the Mayflower Club and its mission. And uh, Nona has uh, reddish brown skin, dark black hair, and big brown eyes. Uh, and she is dressed in the latest fashion. Right now, she's wearing a bright red dress uh, and as skimpy as allowed for 1945. And as she sits on the edge of the bar, smoking her cigarette through one of those long cigarette holders, because that's our girl. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, pounding a martini as she talks to several people around her uh, who are also just enthralled by her conversation. Um, you all know that she's likely to go to bed with one or several of them this night, as she often does. Uh, Nona is... Uh, Nona is known for indulging in her vices, which she calls her favors. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then uh, around the bar or around the club, uh, we see a few other people. Um, uh, Courtney, can you tell us what Evelyn's sure. doing? Um, Evelyn, not the biggest party person. Um, is, is there a fireplace somewhere in this area? Mm. Cozy fireplace, mm -hmm. yeah. nice cushy lounge chair. Uh, She's reading something. She's kind of observing. <laughs> it says, uh, it's bright yellow, almost looks like a magazine. It says, Action Comics. There's a man in blue and red with a cape on yes. it. And he goes, holding a big green car. Holding a big green car. <laughs> she goes, uh, what? An alien? Really? How unimaginative. And... Uh, Lois Lane is so stupid. <laughs> All he does is put on glasses, and she can't tell that it's the same man. Oh, so terrible. She closes it and throws it into the fire. Like, oh. Uh, that's going to be worth thousands of dollars my day. Not, just, Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> I told you, Evelyn is a monster. Right. <laughs> Uh, is she talking to anybody about all of this, or is she just talking to herself? I think she's scenario? talking to herself, not realizing yeah. that there's a gentleman in the other chair who's been trying to talk to her. Oh. Meanwhile, she's <laughs> yeah. looking yeah. through Superman and, and talking about how yeah. dumb it is. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You really give a call to that, yeah. Mr. Siegel. <laughs> really, they keep just letting him write more of them. Don't you think it's ridiculous? I don't think it's uh, um, I mean... I suppose it's just for children, isn't it? Just children's stories? I should hope so. I mean, no no adult would be that stupid. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sure it's been around for, what, two, three years? Maybe. Mm -mm. I'm sure. <laughs> she doesn't know that. Yeah. I'm sure it's just a fad. No one, no one will know who Clark Kant is by, you know, in ten years from now. <laughs> Clark Kent. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so much saying that's the next book nerd. I know, right? <laughs> 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 Courtney's knowledge knows how to like dig it in. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. my uh, yeah. Twitching the knife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Silver loves Evelyn, but Dion, Dion's yeah. not a fan right now. <laughs> yeah. 
Too far. Yeah. That's how I make an introduction. Right. <laughs> Throw one of the most valuable comic books in the world into a, uh, into a fire. Uh, okay, I said uh, no evil characters. It's beautiful. Banu, what is Banu doing? Is Banu there? Where is Banu? I what mean, is Banu love? You had mentioned that, that there is a distinct aroma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> pervading the club. And yes. if you look through, you know, some of the thickest smoke, you can see that there is like a a kind of like corner of the club where stretched out in um in their newest acquisition, uh-huh. which is a zoot suit of yes. finest finest woven wool Uh which is just a sensuous treat all in of its own (laughs) Uh, partaking with a group of people in let's say that tonight is an opium night because the juxtaposition of the 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 tempo of the music with the languor that the opium is the uh, yeah is, is just exquisite yeah it's like time pounds upon you. Yeah. From yeah. all different angles. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I, I love it. It's like, um, uh, it, it's, this is going to sound awful, but, but it's like drinking hot tea with hot rocks in it. <laughs> A little bit. A little <laughs> like, bit. <laughs> like calming, but also like, Ooh, this is weird. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's it's new. Everything yeah. is is about like. Oh, okay. Well, we haven't done this before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's let's try it and yeah. see how it feels. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, is anybody with you? Or are you? In, uh... I w- I would say there are three or four people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like in various states of, maybe someone is is actually like. We have a designated sober person <laughs> in case in case someone needs to go out for something. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, right. Yeah. It, it like, you know, rotates through the group. So yeah. not one person always has to be the sober person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is Banu ever the sober person? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it definitely happened at some point. At <laughs> right. some point. Yeah, I did it last week. That's the best part of being the icon of time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was last time. Remember right. before? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it happened. I promise it happened. Oh, yeah. I kind of remember. Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, there's three or four people around you. The uh, Your uh, designated sober person uh, is, uh, is um, uh, kind of uh, kind of a youngish man, uh, a, a little uh, a little mousy. Um, it, he usually is um he's usually he seems like the type who would never never touch opium but that's only when he's the sober person normally uh he is actually the heaviest hitter of all of you uh like uh and and prone to wax poetical uh, um, <laughs> when when high, um, and uh, loves to just muse on the nature of reality uh, whenever whenever he's uh, indulging. Uh, but tonight, 
tonight. I think, I, I think all of us like have the people in this circle. It's kind of like when you have like the literature club. Uh-huh. But it's just people who become incredibly profound when high. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like that's just what we do for fun. We right. get high and wax poetic about the nature of the universe. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What else would you do? It's um, cool. Uh, so um, what about Alexander? Where is Alexander? Well, Who is oh- Alexander? Why oh, is Alexander? <laughs> <laughs> How is Alexander? <laughs> uh, so off in uh, one corner, because there's multiple bars uh, mm-hmm. here. So over at the, the bar in, in one corner, mm-hmm. uh, it's not like a... There's not like a bar, but there's sort of it's sort of like behind a little... Um, not a podium, like a half wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On there. So the bar's right behind him. He's leaning over on the podium, and uh, he has a, a glass of whiskey in his hand, sipping from it occasionally. But his eyes are just kind of looking around at all of the groups and kind of like tracking the patterns and mm. seeing how people are coming together and and going apart and who's going to get on the dance floor next. And, you know, is this gentleman ever going to get his uh, moment to speak with Evelyn? Uh-huh. Uh, you know, how people are responding to, to Silver. Uh Staying a little bit distrustfully away from the cloud of of uh, hallucinogenic smoke, minor, minorly hallucinogenic smoke that, that's coming from the other side uh, where Banu is, but in in general, just sort of keeping his eyes on patterns, and he's sort of absently uh, flipping a silver dollar across uh, his other hand mm-hmm. as, as he watches all of this. He's he's clearly enjoying himself, but he's not uh, very demonstrative yeah, about it. Yeah. He's not engaged so much as he's just observing. Yeah. Yeah. More like that. And that's fun enough. Yeah. Um, uh, You you smell a distinct tinge of cigar smoke. um, And uh, you catch the flash of the match out of the corner of your eye uh, as the cigar is lit. Um, uh, And... Um, you you know as soon as you smell that particular flavor of tobacco uh, that it's the dealer, and mm. uh, and uh, you don't even have to look over uh, as you as you sense uh, the man in the uh, the black uh, western suit uh, with the with the dark hat um, lighting up his cigar and taking a deep breath and. The, the smell uh, wafts over you. Somehow the, the sound of the shuffle of cards, even though his hands are full with the cigar and match. Exactly, yeah. Um, and, uh, um, you know, we, we see this man standing there next to Alexander. He looks kind of nondescript. Uh, like, it, like, you see his face, but you can't really make it out. And whenever you try to picture it, you can't really bring it back. Um, and, uh, and most people don't even see him at all. Um, and, uh, you know, we, uh, as, as Alexander is standing there, um, a, a, a young couple come up to the bar and kind of step right through the dealer and, uh, and order a drink for the bartender 
And the dealer just doesn't even seem to pay attention. It's like he's just an image there. Um, and they don't seem to notice him at all. But Alexander knows he's there. And, um, Very and, aware out of the corner of my eye. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. He almost seems clearer when you see him out of your peripheral vision. So I like yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like when you look right at him, it's, it just doesn't really seem to gel. Uh, but, uh, but you can picture him clearly in your mind's eye uh, when you're not looking at him. So, um, uh, oh, Courtney, did you bring cards? No. No, okay. That's I right. got cards. Yeah, you have, oh, yeah, you have cards. That's right. Okay. Yeah, it became yeah. interesting. Um, yeah, and, and you just hear that, that slow drawl uh, where he says, uh, draw a card. Well, I'm going to shuffle and draw a card. Okay. Right. Probably not either of these that I just dropped, but <laughs> maybe those are the ones you were meant to. Oh, maybe. Right. <laughs> Who's gonna do the cut of faith? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Can I just drop some more? No. Uh, oh. yeah. Who said it has to be yeah. a full day? I'm having a problem. <laughs> Who needs a full day? That's right. I'm never playing with full day. <laughs> and the icon of entropy. Of course things are falling out <laughs> around. Of course me. they are, yes. Yeah. <laughs> The seven of hearts. Yeah. All right, there's a good one. Would you cut? There it is. So while Nick is shuffling, uh, I will tell our audience that uh, that within the world of magic, there are nine spheres which govern the different uh, things, the different concepts that magic can affect, and uh, and what Nona Redbird has done is gather uh, eight other mages from the world um, who have uh, who serve the epitome of each specific sphere. Banu, the icon of time. Alexander, the icon of entropy. Evelyn, the icon of life. Silver, the icon of matter. And uh, along with the other four members of the Mayflower Club and Nona herself, the icon of spirit, she has formed a group uh, whose mission is to make sure Seattle is a place where magic and free will can survive and thrive as the forces of different magical concepts uh, begin to brew into an all-out war between those who uh, support traditional magic and those who uh, want to uh, unite the world behind a global paradigm completely under their control. The mages known as the technocracy. Um, draw a card. The three of diamonds. Okay. Draw mine. Jack of spades. Jack of spades. So you see how that works, don't you? Well, can't come up sunshine and roses all the time. What do you want? Oh, I think I need you to do something for me. Now? Oh, yeah, now. Now. Mm. Well, why don't you tell me, and I'll see how uh, important I think it is. All right. You see that mousy-looking kid over there by your friend Banu? Sure. Well, what if I told you he's going to die tonight? Is that something you're likely to tell me? He's going to die tonight. Uh, do I recognize this this? Person, are they a mage or are they uh, um, just someone who's at the Mayflower Club yeah. all the time? Yeah, they're they're not a mage. Uh, they're just an attendant in the Mayflower Club. Um, it, Th this is the hard hitter. 
yes, uh, yeah, yeah, who's playing sober person right. tonight. Yeah, um, his name is Thomas. Uh, you um, you may or may not have interacted with him much, but uh, but he's regularly around Banu and uh, and uh, also uh, known as a big fan of Thomas as well because you know, known in Banu absolutely love the those who indulge in their in their vices so um so you know he's loved um or at least enjoyed it's <laughs> <laughs> there's a difference there he, he would be missed yes it, he would right. be missed okay huh yeah. um is this a warning or is there anything i can do Oh, you could do something. And uh, that's why I thought I'd ask you. You could pick somebody else. Well, that hardly seems fair. I mean, you and I have our games, but drawing others into them who didn't ask? Oh, well, everybody gets drawn into a game they didn't ask for. That's what we call life. There's a stuff Th Thanks for dropping you right into a moral <laughs> 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 trolley problem. <laughs> I'm sorry, did somebody say they wanted to play with avatars? <laughs> yes, that is true. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's that uh, that uptight-looking fella over there talking to Evelyn. Could choose him. I don't know that anybody would care about him. What about, uh, what about Dottie's dance partner? Prime of his life. Good athletic kid. Good dancer. But... Nobody really likes him. It's kind of a dick. You can pick somebody else. That's it. How much time do I got? Oh, stroke midnight. What time is it now? It's it's uh it's three minutes after ten. All right, I'll think about it. Uh, and I reach out my hand uh to the dealer, and the dealer we shake hands, and uh -huh. a little mark appears on my hand uh from from them. Like a, like a little transfer of a, a dark circle. Ah, uh, okay, a dark circle. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, so, uh, Silver, you finish your set. Yep. And uh, and Oliver Gordy, who is... So let me describe Oliver. Yeah. For those who don't know, Idris Elba. <laughs> 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 I'll give you a moment to breathe. For for those of you who don't know Idris Elba, pause, come back on the YouTube. Right, yeah. <laughs> It'll be yeah, worth right. your time. Yeah. You oh. go look into that. <laughs> All I can think of is the clip from him on The Office where he says, yes, I am aware of my effect on women. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes, yeah. Oh, my God, yes. So, uh, so... So imagine Idris Elba uh, with his like '40s finger curls and uh, and a nice trim black mustache and uh, and wearing a wearing a tuxedo. Uh, the band is in hot pink. Uh, Oliver's in a white jacket because uh, Oliver always wears a white jacket. And his he is so animated as he moves the symphony through these swells of of the swing music and uh and then you know he brings it to a roiling close and uh and uh turns around and takes you know takes a bow to the audience is uh, you know everybody on the dance floor erupts in applause he 
does this huge hand wave gesture over to Silver uh, to take a bow as well. And the audience just roars, uh, you know, in appreciation because Oliver and the Swing and Symphony, they're phenomenal, but they're never as good as when they're playing with Silver. And uh, and he motions to Silver and he says, we're going to take a break now, but we'll be right back with some beautiful music and some amazing dancing by all of you incredibly beautiful people. And uh, and he just kind of applauds the, uh, uh, you know, the audience themselves, which they just eat up. He flashes that million dollar smile because he looks like Idris Elba. Uh, he's this... He's this kind of tall, imposing, muscular man with dark brown skin and these bright hazel eyes. And he just locks those eyes onto you. And every single person in that club feels like he's looking just at them because that's who he is. And um, the uh, the band all kind of file out, most of them uh, going to smoke cigarettes or funny cigarettes uh, out in the alleyway. Uh, <laughs> I mean, if they wanted to smoke regular cigarettes, they could just sit here in the club. Well, actually, the funny cigarettes, they could, too. But, <laughs> I was uh, about to say, yeah. all they have to do is it, walk It's more so about getting away from the crowd for a little it's, bit. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's not about going outside to smoke. It's about going outside. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but the uh, the band all file away. Um, you know, they they pat Silver on the shoulder, or you know, or uh, or shake hands with him as as they file off the stage. Um, and uh, and um, the uh, uh, Oliver comes over uh, comes over to you, and uh, and he just kind of shakes his head and he says, "Kid, I thought you could play before." I don't know how you did it, but you made love to the angels this afternoon. <laughs> Ali, I know how to play the brass, man, but <laughs> I'm trying to learn how to work a crowd like you. Uh, well, you will learn eventually, but you see, you got to put on that smile. And <laughs> this, this, yeah. this is yeah. the face. <laughs> yeah. 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 Don't worry. You'll get there. You'll get there. You just keep playing like that. And you just keep feeling it like that. But, uh, it's never so good as when you are up on stage with us, my friend. Oh, man, anytime, anytime. Yeah. yeah. Go get yourself a drink. Go go hang out with your friends. We'll, uh, we'll keep you entertained for a while. All right. Let me know next time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he, uh, he heads outside to, uh, to meet with, uh, you know, to go out with the band and spend some time decompressing. So, um and uh, you, uh, as, as you uh, step down off the stage and you're looking around, you catch Nona's eye, and um, and she, uh, um, she's she's got this crystal clear martini uh, in her hand, and she's got her you know cigarette in the cigarette holder in the other hand, and uh, and with her martini hand, uh, she like points. Uh, like next to you, and you look down, and there is a uh, there is a perfectly crafted martini uh, right next to uh, to uh, where you are on the stage, and uh, and she toasts you, gives you a little nod, and then just pounds it and at hers before she even pounded. The uh -huh. second she toasts me, 
I scoop mine up and toast her right back. Yeah. Pound them together. Bam. Yep. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Beautiful. And uh, and you can tell like uh, in uh, she has she has this indulgence that she feels whenever you play and uh, and she's she's mentioned it before um and, but but you can tell when you're playing she feels it she she senses every ounce of emotion that you're pouring into it uh what do you do next if she's not busy i would definitely go talk shit mm -hmm. first so oh, I, yeah. I, I will walk right up yeah. to her but yeah. like before before she gets too busy, because I know how her nights go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> so before before we get too far into the night, <laughs> we'll walk right up to her and go. Before we get too <laughs> busy. Busy. Exactly. Yeah. Busy with an I and two Zs. <laughs> but not where you think. <laughs> hey, hey Miss Nona. Yeah. Miss Nona, you, you, you like that this wall over there? You like that wall? Oh, I do. Ah, it's a beautiful wall. You keep letting me play with them boys. You're gonna have to tear it down and make more room in here. <laughs> <laughs> I will. You'll see. It'll be gone tomorrow. Maybe Saturday. Maybe no. Today's Saturday. I've lost track of time. I have no idea what day it is anymore. Do you? I. You keep giving these martinis. We forget together. <laughs> <laughs> and she she reaches back behind her and pulls out two more martinis. <laughs> And I grab them both. <laughs> <laughs> and there's another one waiting for her fine. Sylvia, you absolute charming angel, you. I have no doubt that everyone had the most fantastic time tonight, and it's all because of you. Ah, Oliver's the one that works the crowd, Miss Nona. I just play. I just play the horn. That's all I got. <laughs> Oliver's brilliant with the crowd. That's one thing I like about him. He's brilliant with everything, actually. Yes, just brilliant with everything. <laughs> but with the crowd especially. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you have a way. The music just flows right out of you. It's just, it's just like art. It's just like like painting. It's just it creates an entire scene for me, darling. Oh, oh, it I have no sense of time or presence or place whenever you're on the saxophone. It's my favorite of yours, dear. And I know you can play everything. But saxophone, that's where you sing. Coming from you, Miss Nona, that means the world. I appreciate it. Silver, you're a doll. <laughs> My little dumpling, my gumdrop. I can't get enough of you. Now, I want you to promise me something, will you? What's that? It's a very serious promise. Oh, uh, you got my ear. I want you to promise me that you'll have fun tonight. Mm. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> I, I probably won't be having the fun you'll be having, but I'll have my fun. I promise you that. Oh, dumpling, nobody has the fun. <laughs> Bam, pounds the martini. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so after that, I would imagine Silver would enjoy the party a little bit more. Uh -huh. Definitely drink, because that's his vice. Yeah. So yeah. sit and slam a couple of more martinis. Yeah. But after that, the fun for him would be going up and probably rooftop, uh -huh. sitting under the moonlight, just chilling, cup, popping a couple of notes on the harmonica, just enjoying the nightlight. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Just by yourself? Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um. Uh, Have fun at the club, party out, yeah. chill on the roof, watch the stars, yeah. play some music. Okay. Yeah. Um, before you go, though, you notice Evelyn sitting over in the comfy chairs. 
by the fire, um, trying, I would imagine, very desperately to ignore the man who's suddenly begun talking about Immanuel Kant and (laughs) (laughs) philosophy. Um, uh, (laughs) I have to work really hard to get back into character now. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just thinking about the fact that she destroyed an original Superman. I know, I know. So, let me, Silver, Silver. <laughs> so, so, here, if this helps. To Silver, this is just a piece of pulp. It so is. All it, is. Parts, it is. It is. Right? Who think, gives a crap? I think it back into yeah. the character yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? and yeah. not be offended. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, so, I would see her and definitely, one, want to save her. Uh-huh. And two, also, I probably would have this underlying desire to get her a little buzz to loosen up and have some fun anyway. Uh-huh. So since Nona's just letting the martinis fly. Oh, yeah. yeah. I definitely would bring over three or four. Okay. You know, two for me. <laughs> one or two uh, for you. Yeah. So uh, come over. Hey, you like you need a drink. You want uh, a drink? Silver, my darling, my love. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Have some drinks. Uh, yes. It, 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 oh, hello. It, I, I'm... I'm Bradley Morrison. Oh, pleasure to meet pleasure you. To meet you. Can, I, can I swoop in here for just a moment? Yeah. Because I have the thing with him. Oh. So as as he uh, introduces himself, I'm going to swoop into this conversation as well uh-huh. and say, just the man I was looking for. Uh, could, could you help me for a moment? Oh. Uh, uh, I don't know course. why I became English there for a moment. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's infectious. Yeah. Just spoiler alert. No, it's not English either. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I've been working on this. I've been working on this trick, and I was hoping you could lend me a hand here. And I'll, I'll let you yes, guys. Now as he turns away, I just smell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. As soon as he turns, yeah. greeting gone. We just, yeah. we just dip, yeah. dip, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, the best. Yeah. <laughs> and then we go to the roof. Yes. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah, um, we can relax. Yes. Uh, so know how. So Vanu. Um, uh, what's your favorite thing about the opium high? <laughs> I, I, I gave a content warning. People. No, it's, it's yeah. not even. It, I just it wasn't the question I expected coming into tonight. That's all. Hi, hypothetical, <laughs> hypothetical, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I think that there's a sense, and and let's be clear here, Pooja didn't do any drug research going through this, so I'm just going to make it up on the fly. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, I think that there's a sense of, like, feeling the pulse of everyone in the club mm-hmm. in this kind of, like, warped... Um, instead of, like... Because you have the rhythm of the hearts of the people dancing, and you have the people who are drinking, and you have the people who are... Like, the people around Nona who have that kind of, like, heightened sense of, like, anticipation. Uh Uh-huh. But it's this, like, womp, womp kind of way that you sense it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And I think that tonight, that that is the thing that they find the most intriguing (laughs) about the OPM High. Yeah, just enjoying the womp, womp. Yes. (laughs) Yes. The womp, womp. Also, like, there's... You know, one of the other people around has has started to like recite old poetry. Oh yeah, yeah. In um in Spanish. Uh huh. Yeah. Which has a completely different cadence and a whole like different meter than what we are used to hearing here. And the juxtaposition of that like 
thrumming beat of like womp womp of people heart people's hearts with the cadence and the meter of this poetry. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, just I just feeling it like it's it's like this is before beat poetry became a thing, but it's like oh this is the moment that beat poetry became to try and recreate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, like, like, um, like one of these people is going to like become the founder of beat poetry because of this moment right here. Yes, it's, and and, uh, and and I think uh, actually you sort of sense that, like, uh, like as you as you feel the as as you feel the um, the stretching of time, um, you start to get a sense that that this is an empowered empowered moment for the future of poetry it's it's not direct like this person isn't going to actually be the first beat poet but this person's going to make an offhand remark uh to somebody uh wearing a black turtleneck that's gonna <laughs> be like you know that's going to send that person off on like an experiment that that then turns into uh, you know, the founding beat poets, uh, you know. Um, and also the connection of the black turtleneck. Uh -huh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. They're going to be absolutely. like, this cat is cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, um, yeah. Uh, um, so. Uh, and I think Manu says, yeah. it's like, just for just a split second, it's like, yeah, man. Break and, it down. <laughs> and this one guy who's just kind of visiting, it's like Thomas's friend from New York uh, that's visiting, and he's like, oh, I love that. Man, that just sounds so great. That sounds cool. Like, you know, it sounds like a cat. And, <laughs> and like, and you realize, like, you just started beat poetry. Um, it's going to take a few years for it to like spread um but but something just changed uh because of your whims you know uh and um you didn't even have to roll right <laughs> that's the power of opium for you right yeah <laughs> we'll see i'm gonna do try and make kids. you guys roll something today what i said do drugs kids yeah. <laughs> drugs are awesome uh yeah so in um uh, uh, the, uh, the, the Spanish poetry pauses for a moment and, um, and, uh, Thomas, um, slides another drink over to you and, uh, and, uh, takes his, um, you know, his, uh, soda, uh, his soda with lime, uh, <laughs> and, and he just kind of looks into your eyes very intently and, um, and he says, you know, normally I like to be completely intoxicated by the opium, but tonight there just feels like clarity. Do you feel it? Oh, the clarity is always there for all of us to partake of. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Thomas, my sweet soft boy. Yeah. You have so much to give this world. Yeah. Enjoy every moment of it. I will. And he <laughs> clinks his glass with yours. And he says, um, 
you know, I've been thinking. I have a lot of money. I think I want to give it to charity. I want to start a foundation. Maybe, like, help orphans. Maybe, like, help uh, women who are in tough situations. Do something nice. I mean, so many people have so much money and they don't do anything but indulge themselves. And I get all the indulgence I need here with you. Even when I'm, you know, the sober person, I still just get to experience. And, um, yeah, I think I'm going to do something good for the world. And he just kind of sits back. You feel this sweetness radiating out from him. Uh, and, uh, and actually, okay, let's do our first roll. Um, I want you to roll, uh, perception plus awareness. Okay. Two plus four is six. He's on my list as well to talk to with this uh-huh. card trick. Oh, so, okay. So just let me know when I can approach. I don't want to. Yeah. What am I looking for for success here? Uh, okay. So, uh, oh yeah. So mechanics. Oh yeah. We do that. <laughs> Um, okay, so the default success number is seven. So if I don't tell you anything different, always assume seven. Um, when when you start doing magic, uh, it can really fluctuate because there are increases if it's vulgar magic. Uh, there are um, there are decreases if it's coincidental magic. Um, so vulgar magic is something that somebody who is not aware of magicalness. Uh, can sense and see. Uh, so if you if you shoot a lightning bolt out of your hand, that is vulgar magic. Everybody in reality, even the people who are awakened to magic, know that that's not something that reality normally allows. So that's more difficult. If it's if you're shooting a lightning bolt out of your hand, but there's nobody unaware of magic there to witness it, it's not quite as difficult. But if, say, you uh, you do a little thing and unfortunately somebody just happens to step on that electrical wire that just snapped and fell on top of them and they get electrocuted, that's coincidental magic. So it really sucks for them, but you didn't do anything. You were standing over there by the side doing absolutely nothing. It just happened that a whole bunch of electricity just shot through them. Right? So that's coincidental magic. And so, that's so what you're saying is when we can, we should find our destination. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The decades that I've been playing this game and I never thought to explain it as final destination them. That's the key to avoiding paradox. So uh <laughs> oh my god, that's brilliant. So yes. But it, but it could also yeah. be set up with like Props like yeah. like if you had this thing on your arm that's like a weird Tesla coil thing, uh-huh. you could say like, oh yeah, it's just this yeah zappy zappy yeah. thing. And they're like, oh my god, there's this new technology called electricity. I mean, it hasn't been around that long. Uh, I mean, electricity is only like seventy years old in 1945. You know, right. uh, but uh, but they're like, oh, there's weird things happening all the time now. Like uh, you know, there's Tesla coils are a thing that some people know about. There's like all kinds of high tech government research on weapons. So yeah, maybe you have a gun that shoots electricity and some people might be okay with that. Like, oh, I can dismiss that. Oh, that's weird. Oh, I heard this rumor about. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so so whenever you can sort of 
make it reasonable with the accepted paradigm of reality, then that means that you're, that means it's going to be easier magic to do. And it's also less risky. Uh, so, so there is this thing called paradox, and this is the backlash of the global paradigm of reality as the capital R reality. Right. So um, so if you do something that breaks reality, reality breaks you back. Right. That's paradox. And, and it can result in some really bad things happening. And we'll get into that over the course of play. I'm sure we won't need to worry is about it, paradox. Yeah. But yes. is, is it when someone who's unaware witnesses the breaking of reality? So if everyone who witnesses is aware, then it's not. Yeah, it's it's not as bad. It's still so it's vulgar. So it still can result in paradox, okay. but but it's not as likely. Mechanically, uh, I'll just go over the mechanics briefly. If it's vulgar with witnesses, witnesses meaning people who are not aware that magic exists, then uh, then you get paradox uh, points for uh, for uh, for. Uh, you get paradox points regardless of whether or not you succeed in casting the spell. If it's vulgar without witnesses, meaning that nobody sees it or the only people who see it are aware of magic, then uh, then you only get paradox if you fail at it. Right. Uh, so if if you cast your spell and you don't and you don't succeed in the thing you do, then reality uh, fights back against you. If it's coincidental magic, you only get paradox if you botch, which means you you roll your dice and you have no successes and at least one one. So anytime, so uh, so anytime you roll mechanically, um, you roll a number of dice. Anything of the difficulty number or higher is uh, is a success. Any ones cancel out successes. Okay. Um, so, so you might fail something. So if you say, say you roll three eights and three ones, it, the effect fails. Does it happen? But it's not a botch. It just fails. Um, it, it, but if you roll three fives and three ones, and it, that means you had no successes and you had ones, then that's called a botch. And that's when the really bad things happen. So, uh, and if you're doing vulgar magic and you botch, it hurts. Um, it can, it might result in you getting harm to yourself. It might result in harm towards another person. It might result in uh, manifestations of chaos and or reality coming to just sort of like beat the shit out of you. Um, so, so, but basically, bad things happen if you botch on Love magic it. roll. Um, but, uh, but when you're doing coincidental magic, it has to botch bad in order for it to result in paradox. If you're doing vulgar magic, paradox, uh, it could result even if you succeed. Okay? Does that all make sense? Okay. Right. And I just, I, yeah. there's one clarification I want uh -huh. to make that I was reading in the book. Yes. Things that people can't see can still be coincidental even though they would, the effect would be vulgar. Like an example would be if I reached in my pocket and pulled out a business card that I didn't have because I just used magic to summon it uh -huh. to me, that would still be considered coincidental because you don't know what I had in my pocket. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that is exactly right. So, uh, so if, if, think of it like this. If somebody who has no knowledge of magic could reasonably say, well, of course that happened. That's fine. 
that's normal. Even if it's unlikely, it's still fine. Like, like oh, that's so weird. Like, I happen to, uh, like, um, say, like, you're in a swimsuit and you pull out a business card out of your pocket. <laughs> you know, like, theoretically, somebody would say, why would he have his business card in a swimsuit? <laughs> but there's still that that's part of right. them that goes, like, well... It's waterproof. You could. Yeah. Yeah. I'm putting it on plastic special. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there could be pockets. Right. Yeah. So, you know, so yeah, that's still considered coincidental. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Based so, on that explanation. Yes. Perception plus awareness. I rolled four successes, but one one. So I have three successes. Three successes. Okay. And so. We we do a general rule. This is in the 20th anniversary edition of, of World of Darkness games, and, and I like it, so I keep it. But one success means you barely do it. Uh, so um, so, uh, um, so you do it, but it just barely happens, right? And something is probably going to go wrong because of it. Um, and, and three successes is just normal. It happens. Nothing great about it. Nothing bad about it either five successes or more is it's phenomenal. You did an amazing thing. So um, uh, for PBTA fans, uh, and I did this when I ran Changeling here, <laughs> is like this This is called World of Darkness. Adam runs World of Darkness like PBTA. Um, but but a uh, one or two successes is like a seven to nine result. Uh, three or four successes is like a 10 plus. Five successes was like a 13 or more. So, yeah. Um, so, for all the PBTA junkies out there. Um, but Which, it's let's like, be real, is all of us at this point. <laughs> exactly. If you're unhappy, Jackson, you haven't played PBTA, like... You can go on Drive-Thru RPG and find a game called Demigods. <laughs> right? Yeah. Now, what is Demigods? Yeah. Um, so, so, anyway, that's, that's the way I kind of run it as well. And uh, so, uh, so, one or two successes... There might be a cost uh, for having it happen. Three or four successes, it's going to absolutely happen just like you want it to. Uh, five or more, something cool additional is also important. So, okay. So, um, wow, my brain just imploded. So the original question in the role was about... Thomas and his yeah. plans to give his wealth to a... Um, a foundation that helps women and orphans. That's right. Yes, thank you. Okay. <laughs> because... Oh, I thought there was women or orphans. It was and. <laughs> <laughs> well, it being a coin. It now seems to be an and. It's an and. and. Yeah. It's an and now. Yeah. Um, so, um, so I, I want to, and, and this is where I have the most fun with Mage. And so, so for the other players who are not Pooja right now, get ready because this is what I'm going to ask whenever magic happens. Um, and what, tell us what it feels like and looks like uh, when Banu experiences awareness of uh, of events outside of current time. In this case, I would say, like we had already talked about how they are kind of clued into the heartbeats of the club, mm -hmm. but those. Other heartbeats fall away. Mm. And as Thomas speaks, his heartbeat grows louder and louder. And as it increases in volume, 
Bonnie looks at Thomas, and instead of seeing the Thomas who is there with his, you know, soda and lime, they see Thomas who is signing papers to start the foundation. They see the Thomas who has been in all of these, like, when they were not the designated sober person, when they were pontificating on the realities of the universe and the inj- and what sparks out of that and what glows the brightest is the injustices of Seattle, mm. the injustices of our society. Yeah. And then it splits off and it's like, okay, um, it it goes on forward as, as he ribbon cuts like a halfway house that he has opened up. As uh-huh. he signs over more, like hires a new person, as he like as a person he has helped embraces him. Yeah. Um, and then the alternate paths of of someone else, like he runs into an issue in the government. And he's unable to open his halfway house and you see it demolished and you see like um, like a bulldozer come in. Or I guess we're pre-bulldozer time, aren't we? So uh, you see like the charges set uh-huh. to pull it down and the um, and the sign of like coming soon. And it's like some corporate department store. Uh-huh, yeah. And then you see like another situation in which like one of the people who... He has been like one of the um, one of the people his foundation helped like to get out of a bad situation. That person finds him and shoots him mm. as he comes out of the theater with a person that he's with, and the and a string of pearls breaks. <laughs> 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 and, <laughs> and you see. Like so, there are just all these divergent things. Right now, yeah. the one, that, the ones that are glowing the brightest, the ones that are, that are in twenty twenty, mm-hmm. are the ones where he signs the opening of the foundation, and you see a newspaper print, like that shot, mm-hmm. of of him opening it, uh, this foundation to help people. Yeah. Um, yeah. or conversely, <laughs> just as bright. Is a uh, is an obituary. Yeah, yeah, and as we we see Thomas like sipping on his soda and lime, and he's so he's so peaceful right now. Nick, is he gonna die? <laughs> well, that's what we're gonna find out. <laughs> so, so I have so I have three scenes. One uh-huh. is with um, the guy who was talking to Evelyn. Yes, was yeah. that yeah. Simon? Uh, Let's, or, or let's name him. There's, I, I don't he, know. So he I had a name for. You introduced Martin. yourself when he when he spoke Marlin. to me. Yeah, Mark. Mar- yeah, I thought it was Simon. I thought so it was Simon. Simon. Something Maybe. we said. Let's go sure. to the chat. I wrote, chat. I wrote the down the name I said. <laughs> Simon Thomas, and then there's oh. also the the uh, dancer with Dottie. Oh yes. Uh-huh. So yeah. Those, yeah. those are the three who I'm going to ask yeah. for their help in playing this game. Okay. Which is a magic trick that, that I'm doing with them. Oh, okay. All right. So as I approach each of them, we're going to do a magic trick and they're going to draw a card. Yeah. And then I will perform the rest of the trick because the trick doesn't matter. What I want them all to do is draw a card. Oh, okay. All right. So uh, so the guy that was with Evelyn was Brad Bradford. Oh, Bradford. Yeah. Okay. Bradford Morrison. I think I remember <laughs> that correctly. So 
Uh, so I don't know. Come on, you're failing me. It's been 30 seconds. You don't have an answer? Wow. Wow. It's, it's yeah. Simon now. It's, it's, yeah, it'll be Simon if chat doesn't remind me of something more correct before okay. we get to that. But yeah, so uh, so Bradford Morrison is, um, uh, you know, uh, he's like, oh, I love magic. I'd be happy to help you with your with your uh, trick. So I uh, fan out the deck of cards for him. Huh? The two of hearts, is that correct? Perfect. Well done. <laughs> Uh, I was supposed to show it to you, right? Yes, and now and then I'll do some other bullshit trick uh, <laughs> on here to, to, to impress him. Um, yeah. I can make rolls if you want, but it doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, let's. Uh, I just want to have you roll. Let's yeah. let's just see okay. how you do. The yeah. mundane old. Dear, um, uh, so I have I have um, I have an the art. I have an art of stage magic. Oh, okay. And then I don't know if I should just use like manipulation as a social, as I'm just sort of forcing this. This. Yeah, game. that's what I. Or would do say. you want to use dexterity for the actual performance? So, so depending on what kind of trick you're doing, um, you could do manipulation, dexterity, or wits. Okay. Um, it, you know, so so that would kind of be up to you and the kind of, you know, trick. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't. I don't. Honestly, I don't really. Alexander doesn't really care whether this yeah. goes off or not. He uh -huh. just wants. He's. He's using this as a method to get each of these people to draw a card because yeah. he's going to decide their fate based on this game. He's nice. gotten their permission now okay. in order to have them play this game, and they're, they've, they've bought into to this oh, item. And they, they, they don't necessarily know what game they're playing, but yeah. they've agreed, and therefore it becomes yeah. more, more ethically okay. <laughs> available. You don't know this, but you're casting a spell. Yes, I am. Yeah, okay. So... Roll manipulation plus uh, plus art. Okay. Uh, that should give me five dice. These Mai Tais are actually pretty strong. Oh, there are actual Mai Tais here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I brought the Cutwater oh, Mai Tais. Okay. Also, I was going to say before James did that, yeah, we in the 40s, we have battleships and yeah, bulldozers. So bulldozers were invented in yeah, 1923. Yeah, dynamite is still more fun. Right. Yeah, no, don't get me wrong. Yeah, 100 go with dynamite, yeah. but we definitely had bulldozers. I just, uh, you know what? It's better to err on the side of. <laughs> I just like it better. Yeah, I just I'll like it. it. Yeah, dynamite. Blow shit up. Yeah. Okay. Um. So I have three successes, no, no failures. Okay. So now you're gonna roll your Aratang. Um, okay. for coincidental magic, and uh, and you're going to add three dice because you got three successes from your skill, uh, from your skill roll. Okay. Um, and uh, so I'm trying to get to the. Um, uh, sorry, stand by. I. It's really difficult for me to remember, like, when I'm streaming a game, like, I, I need to actually, like, talk about what I'm doing when I'm just, like, looking at a book. Right. Um, otherwise, people will think that. In the meantime, <laughs> since I think we're going to montage this all for them, I'm going uh -huh. to I'm going to approach Thomas. Yes. And my line with him is going to be, thank goodness everyone else here is wasted, but you are in control of your faculties, and I was wondering if you could uh, help me out with this game yes. I'm trying out. Okay. Um, can I have Banu roll, uh, yep. draw that card? Yes. Yeah. I am actually very 
going to be interesting. Six of spades. Five of hearts. Five of hearts. Heart. Okay. Ah, okay. And then, um, and then, uh, Courtney, can you draw for Dottie's dance partner? Yeah. It's the hat. Chicken. All right. Okay. Ace of clubs. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so are you trying to control this or just... No, I'm, I'm doing this deliberately. Like, I definitely know that what I'm doing is getting the three of these to kind of uh, touch the third rail of fate. Uh-huh. And yeah. see if I'm going to transfer the, the death of Thomas to one of these other two individuals. Okay. But you're not trying to, to, to make any manipulation of which one it's going to be, though, right? No. I'm, yeah. allowing, I'm allowing the game to make the decision. Okay. All right. So, so that, would be a, that would be an entropy two uh, spell. So mm -hmm. you're, and this is coincidental magic. Nobody's going to understand that even magic is happening, much less what the result is. So... Um, so the difficulty is the highest sphere in that effect, plus three. So your difficulty is five. Okay. Um, so uh, so entropy two plus three difficulty for uh, five is your target number. So you're okay. going to roll your arate uh, plus your, you got three successes from the skill that you used to cast the magic. And, uh, and, and then you're going to tell me which ones are over five. So that's five successes. Ooh, okay. All right. So this is <laughs> uh, this is fun for me um, because it's very clear to you which one should die. Um, but I'm not the one who's going to interpret that. <laughs> you are. <laughs> so it's it's very clear. What is your what is your aim? Is it which one dying would cause the least harm? Or which one dying would cause the most good? Or like which one dying would be like the less impactful to your friends? Or that you know, do you see what I'm saying? Like yeah. yeah, what's 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 your criteria for judgment? Uh to be honest, in this case, the criteria is not any of those. It is it is letting fate have another turn at the wheel. So right now, this fate is, is determined to happen to Thomas. Uh-huh. Will the universe allow that to change? And I'm I'm imposing my will and that I am forcing the three of these to the, the I'm forcing these three people to play against each other. Yeah. But I'm not, I don't have my finger on the scales. Okay. I'm not making a decision for the best for my friends, although I hope that. You know, I don't hurt any of them yeah. uh, in doing this, but but my goal is to make this. Uh, my goal is to soothe my own feeling of responsibility. <laughs> that 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 is. I'll, I'll be that. It is it is self serving, and that I don't want to choose who's going to die, and so I'm going to let it be a test between these three people. Oh, that's so good. Okay, all right. Um... Okay. Let's be honest here. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I love this. This is um, so uh, uh, just a little meta here uh, for those watching. For me, as a storyteller in World of Darkness games, like one of my favorite things is um, is uh, trying to figure out like what is the coolest role to represent what the player wants to do. Like, like 
how do how do we manipulate this character sheet to be like oh this will this will be fun so so if, yeah. if this helps at all uh -huh. with each of the people that i touch the like one third of the black circle disappears yeah. until it's gone okay until the the results of all of them have uh have, uh, have been, been drawn. drawn okay all right and um and what were the uh, so okay so there's thomas bradford and let's call him um and we had simon here simon so simon is was dotty's dance partner yeah okay bradford was the one talking to evelyn and yep. thomas is bonu's friend yeah okay so uh what what did each of them draw so, so uh bradford got the two of hearts okay simon got the uh ace of uh clubs and thomas got the five of hearts Thomas got the five of hearts? Mm -hmm. okay. Yep. okay. So how I would interpret this, uh, and we're in a conversation, I assume, here. How I would interpret this is that the fate has successfully switched the death over to uh, uh, Bradford. Uh -huh. But um, Thomas doesn't come out of this entirely unscathed. Oh, okay. All right. Like, if he hit the middle rank, like, we had a clear winner... Yeah. Simon's free and clear. Uh huh. Yeah. We had a, a loser. He's going to die tonight. Uh, but, Thomas is somewhere in the middle. He's yeah. not. He's not unscathed. And I'm also calling this based off of how close it is, and that it's the same suit. Uh huh. But he's still in the same area. Yeah. So, for example, if there was a an explosion, and I'm not saying there is or should be, but let's say there was an explosion, I think that uh, I think that Thomas is still going to get hurt but he's not going to be the one who dies now. Okay, all right. But that's just, you know, an idea. Okay. We've still got another hour of the game, so I'll tell you yeah. what happens later. Okay, <laughs> that's great, I love it. <laughs> so, um, but I got it, yeah. Okay, beautiful. Um, and uh, you you glance over at the bar, um, and, uh, and um, the dealer is, uh, is sitting over um, it, he's he's moved to a different spot, so uh, the dealer is sitting next to Sister Madley. Um, so uh, you all know who Sister Madley is, and Nona's told you the story. Nona named her, um, and uh, but Sister Madley, uh, on the day the Burgonian Hell, the ho Burgonian Hell, the Burgonian <laughs> Hotel opened. Uh, um, uh, this young woman, um, completely hairless, alabaster white skin, beautiful makeup, um, wearing a black cocktail uh, dress, and uh, or well, it would have been a ball gown at the time in the 1800s, and um, and uh, a little top hat, little tiny top hat uh, uh, that seems like it should fall off of her bald head. Uh, but it just kind of perches there. And she walked into the hotel. She said not a word. She sat down at the stool closest to Olive, uh, uh, Olive Way. And, uh, and she ordered a drink and, uh, and, and never said another word after she ordered the drink. Now, most people don't recognize or, or notice that she has been there for decades. And she's always there. She's never moved. 
you all, as the Mayflower Club, are aware that she's always there, day, night, open, closed, doesn't matter. She's always sitting at that same stool. Nobody real ever sits there. Um, it, it's just that bar stool always is occupied only by Sister Madley. Um, Nona talks about her as though they have conversations all the time, um, but she's never said a word to any of you. Uh, um, it, she acknowledges you. She makes eye contact. She smiles. Uh, she might have toasted you before, um, you know, as Silver has come off stage of a great performance. You know, she's raised a glass and smiled in your direction. Like, you know, she's there. She's real. But she doesn't talk. She doesn't move. She doesn't change, except that her fashion changes. She's always in the latest fashion, but it's always a black uh, evening gown. Uh, of whatever the time period is. Now, most of you haven't been in the Mayflower Club for more than maybe a couple of years. Um, so, so you haven't seen her clothes really change that much. But you've seen some photos. Um, she's always there. Um, and what you don't realize as people aware of the magical world is that in other, for other people who are not aware of magic, she doesn't appear in their photos. But she's always there for you. You always see her. Um, and, uh, but she's always just kind of a quiet observer. And Nona, like when you ask Nona about her, if you do, Nona just kind of smiles, laughs it off and says, oh, she's an old friend to you. And, uh, and, and that's it. And uh, so, but the dealer is now sitting in the, second stool closest to Olive Avenue. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, Sister Madley sits there with her, you know, her back to the rest of the club, sipping on her drink, which always seems to be the same drink, always about the same fullness. And, uh, and but the dealer is sitting next to her and, um, and he's, you know, he's got his whiskey neat uh, and his cigar, uh, billowing smoke out around him. He blows a couple of smoke rings, uh, and um, and uh, and you can hear he like you can hear his voice clearly, even from way across the room. Uh, he says, "Well, thanks for choosing," and uh, and he just swivels around to face the bar and uh, ignore the rest of the night and just smokes his cigar and drinks his whiskey. Yeah. Uh, is, uh, is Sister Madley reacting to him being there? Since since she, you know, acknowledges people, yeah. you would think that if someone sat next to her, she would at least, you know, nod. Does does she seem to does she seem to know that someone's there? Um uh role role per, perception plus awareness. Okay. Uh do you have any dots in the time sphere? Uh, I do. I have one dot in time. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, so add add another die. Another die. Uh, seven is what we're looking at here. Uh huh. Two, two successes. Okay. So, uh, so you recognize that, like, um, uh, he may have been there from for quite a while, 
Um, but uh, but you you can sense that uh, that she she is aware of his presence. She doesn't tend to move a lot, um, but uh, but I think as he swivels back around to face the bar. Um, and face away from you, uh, you see her shift slightly in her seat that seems to make it clear like she's she's aware that he's there. Gotcha. Yeah. No. Um, okay. Um, so, uh, let's see. Okay. Trying to think of who I haven't seen as much of. I think probably, so Evelyn, mm-hmm. uh, um, so, so you go up to the rooftop with Silver? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, so as the as the two of you get up to the rooftop, there's you know there's a, a nice little oh, with our martinis with your martinis, yes. <laughs> and uh, you also know at the rooftop lounge, uh, at Nona keeps a fully stocked bar there. So it's not a bartender unless it's requested. Yes, there is. We know. But yeah, you, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can fix it yourself. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, so there's whatever you want there. Um, so I think it, so. Evelyn and Silver um, reach the reach the top of the, uh, the rooftop. Um, it's a nice, quiet night. Surprisingly, um, you can tell that there's some you know there's activity down in the city, but it's um, uh, but you know it, things aren't raucous the way they are down at the carousel room. Um, so, so it's kind of a nice little refuge from the, uh, the hustle and bustle of the club. Um, um, Evelyn, do you, uh, are you kind of, (laughs) when you, when you whisked her away, she's like, oh God, yes. Yeah. (laughs) That, that's kind of what I was going to ask. Like, like, are you, are you feeling, are you feeling a relief to be away from the crowd or? Definitely a relief to, Yes. To, yeah. Especially to be away from whatever his name was. I wasn't yeah. paying attention. Batman walking. <laughs> <laughs> she, well, she doesn't know that. Um, uh, I just, how often does Nona have these parties? Oh, it's like four or five times a week. Oh, okay. yeah. It's, yeah, it's constant. Yeah. I'm just... Yeah. For years. She's been here for like 10 years. She's like, my God, she yeah. can stop. <laughs> yeah. I think Evelyn might be an introvert. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's just um, four times a week with that woman. She certainly enjoys her fun. I wonder if she'll ever get serious about the things we're doing here. Anyway, uh, I think I could use another drink. What would you like, darling? Oh, Dilla's Choice. All right. <laughs> also, Nona's a pretty serious woman. She just also has her fun. You gotta know how to break out that shell too. Uh, well, I know you've been trying to get me to do that for what, eight years now. Just not, not who I am, I suppose. Ah, you just haven't drank enough point. yet. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Silver would know that he should go see Evelyn before he goes to bed because she'll like work his metabolism so he doesn't get hung over. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's why I can drink as much as I want. I don't get hung over. I got that right. magic. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I think I that's like it's just one really amusing thing that like Evelyn and Batu share or Banu share is like never a hangover. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's good to be a mage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just boop, done. Headaches gone. Nausea gone. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know squat about alcohol, but I feel like I would know what silver likes. So I would 
poor or whatever. We're, oh, we're staying on brand with that intro. Did you see that? <laughs> oh, no, the martini. Okay. Martini. <laughs> Another martini. One olive. Yes. With yeah. one olive. One olive. You have to drop it from a high yes. altitude. Yeah. It's slow motion. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so from this point, yeah. did you have a direction you were going with us? No, I, no, yeah. no. Okay. Yeah. So like, I would imagine at this point, this would be like, this would be the comfort zone. Uh -huh. yeah. So like, yeah. this would be the place where both of us could sort of have a deeper conversation. Yeah. I could that sort of be more of myself and we could have that sort of open conversation. Yeah. But so I would definitely go, everybody's saying I did so good tonight and then they really like the music, but man. Did you see the way he worked the crowd? Did you see how he had everybody dancing and moving? Oliver is quite a charming man. Yeah. I'll be like him one day. You know, he's like he's like a mentor to me. Like, I, I, I can play. I love playing. I've been playing since I was knee-high to a grasshopper, but I, 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 need, I need that. I need to figure out how to do that. To some people, it comes naturally. To others, you fake it. Yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, people, they. Well, from my studies in acting, let's call it. <laughs> he knows that she is not an actress. He, he knows what she yeah. for that. <laughs> Sometimes you have to draw upon other feelings and other past experiences to find that emotion that you want to feel in order to bring it out. So say if, if you needed to cry on cue for a scene, you might think of your beloved childhood puppy and how it passed away so tragically when it ran into the street in front of an automobile. And then the tears just come. So just have to tap into that. But at the end of the day, you are who you are. You are talented and you are brilliant. I appreciate that. Not a single person in that club that understands my, my childhood and my past. They don't know. They're just here for the fun. They're just here for the ride. I, I, yeah, they, they, they sing, they sing my praises, but I'm out to a, a shiny toy, little wind-up dolls now. They just like what they hear, and it helps their party. They, well, they're getting drunk, going to enjoy their night. Well, you're more than a shiny doll to meet, my friend. That is why we drink together. Aww. <laughs> it's so cute. Ah, <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh, that was so beautiful. I hey, just... excuse me, so she's crying. Acting. We literally so just met two weeks ago. We know nothing about each other, but yeah, actually, I know. I love it. Thing, the beautiful love things it. you can do. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Pooja, uh, asking you as a player, um, which was there any of the other members of the Bayflower Club that drew your attention or your interest as a player, not necessarily as Bonnie? I, you mean the NPCs, right? I'm yeah, sorry. the NPCs, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Arlo is Forces. Uh, Dottie is Prime. Sophia is uh, Correspondence. And Sammy is Mind. I just... Sammy is so young and fresh and yeah. new with the, the baby face. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, yeah. Draws right? yeah. Baby yeah. face Sammy, we call him right, right? yeah, yeah. Um, I just can't help myself but yeah. want to just 
He's a precious little nerd boy. Yeah. And to uh, corrupt him just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so so uh, for for our audience at home, uh, he is, uh, so uh, I, I posted a picture of Sammy uh, and it's, um, uh, the actor's name is Justin Lim. He plays, I can't, I'm blanking on the character's name, but it, he's, he's the, the sibling that's dead in the Umbrella Academy. Oh. Uh, yeah. Um, oh. I know. You can I'm, Google it. Yes, somebody Google it. I'm, I'm blanking on his name, but anyway. Benny. It, Benny. Benny. Yes. 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 Yeah. Um, and and there was like this picture of him like with glasses on in a suit reading a little like a little book, and I was like, oh my god, this is precious. Like, yeah, that's our icon of mind. Um, <laughs> so, um, so so Benny is the newest member of the mate, or not Benny? Yeah, Sammy. Sorry. Sammy. <laughs> Damn. Uh, names you, these are, are difficult. <laughs> these are strong. Sorry, I'm, I am a little tipsy. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Um, but, uh, so, so Sammy, uh, actually comes over and kind of quietly sits down with Banu and your, your personal entourage. Um, Sammy is, is the newest member of the Mayflower Club. He was, you only inducted him like about like three or four weeks ago. Um, uh, Sammy, um, uh, came over directly from China. Um, and as you learned a little bit more about him, you learned that he was, uh, he was a young professor there, uh, teaching psychology and psychoanalysis. Um, and, uh, but he had, he has keen understanding of the human mind and how it works. And, um, and also very strong, uh, magic, uh, particularly with the mind sphere and, uh, and understanding how thoughts impact reality so um but um but while he has been somewhat reserved and reluctant to participate in the parties he is an avid watcher of the partying he loves it he comes to the club every night grins from ear to ear the entire time and just loves watching the people do the thing that nona loves for them to do which is just have a good time so um, but he hasn't really come out of his shell very much. Um, but but he comes over and he kind of sits a little quietly, a little hesitantly. And um, and then after a few moments, um, he leans into Banu and kind of quietly says, could I try opium? <laughs> Darling, you can try anything your heart desires. Tonight, opium is on offer. And he mm. just smiles, and like, and you can see, like, like his cheeks flush. Like, you know, he's he's like, oh my god, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, and he, and and then he like reaches for the the pipe. And I I just put my fingertips. On his hand, and I, I do, inhale like he, from like the... shivers a little bit, actually. Like, and I inhale from the pipe and just lean in close. Oh, he shotguns for his first one. <laughs> and I breathe the smoke yes. directly into Sammy's mouth. Uh, that's, oh, wait, that's wait, so I have good. to know. Like, open air or like kiss? Like kiss of death, mm. mouth to mouth? 
Oh, always melt them out. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Shotgun okay. it directly. Now it starts to like, like the lightest, like, like almost chase. Yeah. Yeah. Touch of yeah. our lips. Yeah. And you can, I, I mean, like, you would have to be really obtuse to uh, to think that he didn't consent to that. Like he's like this was his moment of like, I'm ready. Let me experience a sensation. <laughs> so yeah. Please, please uh, tell me afterward he he comes back on the whole. May I have some more, please? <laughs> more? You want more? Uh, <laughs> puckering lips. Right? Um, so uh, I want you to roll charisma plus. Uh, uh, plus empathy. Where's my plus empathy? Might I try some of your opium, please? <laughs> I just have this horrible image of uh, Barney from The Simpsons, who was like completely straight laced and totally yeah, fine no. until he had that first beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that is four successes. Ooh, okay. All right. Um, so. Uh, so, that. Yeah. It's always the one that brings right. them down. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and, and you sense, like, you know, um, as as you breathe the smoke into his mouth and, and you feel, you feel, and you can, you tell me whether it's an intentional uh, thing that you're doing or if it's just something you're experiencing, but time slows. And the moment just stretches. Oh, I'm definitely doing it out. You're purpose. doing it on purpose. Okay. It's, it's his first time. Yeah. We need to savor it. Yeah, yeah. And everything feels so intense. And you can you can just sense his excitement and his his intrigue, uh, you know, at, at this. And like um and, and you you sort of sense so much about his personality and his history. And you realize like he is a very reserved person for like his whole life. Like this is, this is the kid who like, you know, was, uh, was shy at two years old. Like, you know, like, like he is, he has never done anything indulgent in his entire life until this moment. And you stretch it out and, and make it feel like the most, monumental thing he's ever done and and you can feel just that very light touch as he, he just very gingerly places his fingers on your cheek and uh and uh and, and you just feel the opium and your breath enter his lungs and um so this is like it's like I, this is super hot. It's not even sexual. I'm sure. Like, I'm like, no, I'll be in my bunk. I know. Like, I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is like that first time I kissed a boy. Like, oh yeah, this. Um, but yeah, it's and, and you feel you feel an openness from him that 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 you've known before has not been available. Right? Like, like you're you're not ignorant about how people work. And um, and this is this is this is a moment that will live in his memory forever. He will never forget the sensations of this moment. And uh, uh, and um, and so so 
you you break away and um and he kind of sinks back and he just he actually just kind of like sinks into thomas's uh like like just sinks against thomas like it like just kind of leaning on him for support and and uh and uh and thomas just like puts an arm around him and just like you know give, hands him a little it lets him sip from his drink and um and uh, and you hear Sammy's voice in your mind, and uh, not physically spoken, but you just hear in his mind, um, just uh, from his mind. This uh, this um, uh, you know that like to him, it's it's like in his mind, it's spoken as uh, as Mandarin, um, but but you understand it, and uh, and it's just this sincere expression of gratitude and appreciation. And I said back, it's just like, this is just the beginning. (laughs) Yeah. Thomas says, uh, you know, I remember the first time you let me try. And I can just remember my mind swimming like like a goldfish swimming through a perfectly peaceful ocean. And you, you see, like, you see an image that Sammy is projecting from his mind of, like, fish swimming in this, like, beautiful, like, you know how schools of fish will just sort of undulate Mm -hmm. as a group? Yeah. 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 Uh, so like and like your other compatriots, they're kind of like baked, you know. But but there's just this beautiful moment of bonding be- between you and Sammy and Thomas is sort of like your grounding, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you um, what do you do next? I think that that it's like. It's like a little pocket of just the three of us. I lean in and in a mimicry of like the touch that Sammy put Mm -hmm. on my cheek. And I like run my fingertips down his cheek, down his arm to his fingers. And we just like go into this, you know, the three of us. Yeah. Because Tommy... Thomas is kind of like halfway there yeah, just all yeah. the time. Right, yeah. <laughs> um that it's it, it's just this moment. It's a it's both the beginning, a prelude and the eternity of it. Like mm-hmm. I've stretched out this feeling as long as we can. Yeah, yeah. So that we can live in this moment together. The yeah. three of us. Yeah. Nice. I, uh, I like that. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, so the, the three of you kind of just settle in there and, um, and I think you, uh, you sort of see, um, you sort of perceive time as it's flowing through the three of you and, um, and the, the interactions that could happen. Uh, over the course of your future uh, as as friends, uh, you know, um, 
and and maybe there are other things maybe maybe there are fights maybe there are love affairs but, but regardless the three of you uh sort of like it's kind of like uh like the start of a braid <laughs> you know like like oh these are these are three intertwining uh um uh strands of fate that are that are going to that could continue for a long time so and and what they become may be may be very different from what's expected uh but but they're certainly real and certainly uh having an impact going to have an impact on all three of your lives and i think like when i experience that the, the like that's and i feel that like stretching out in front of us mm -hmm. it's like i pull out of one of my pockets it's like i have a set of three rings mm. Mm -hmm. just simple braided um gold filament basically mm -hmm. but one of the strands is covered in kind of an enamel that makes it like look like malachite mm. it's got that green veiny situation going and so and i give one each to uh to Thomas and Sammy, and I put one on my fingers. And you see on Banu's fingers, they actually have, like, a number of different jewelry. They've actually mm -hmm. got a lot of jewelry on. Yeah, yeah. Um, and most of it is in the style of, like, uh, enameled pieces, enameled, like, all these different interlocking bits of color. Mm -hmm. But there is always that shade of malachite in every one of them, no matter what other yeah. colors are there. Yeah. Um, as, as Evelyn and Silver are relaxing on the rooftop, having, uh, um, what are some of the things you talk about as you're conversing up there in your solitude? Oh. Yeah. Like, are, are in maybe, or maybe are there things that you're avoiding talking about? It's another possible question. Like, or do you sit there in silence? It's okay too. I I don't I think after our conversation before. Uh, yeah, you said you wanted to play some music. Yeah, that's what I'm after our oh, I, I feel like we're talking chilling and quiet yeah, now. I'm just yeah. I feel like we're very comfortable yeah. Yeah. in our silence together. Like I can just sit and be with my thoughts and just listen to them play and just Yeah. Yeah, I think enjoy. we're just enjoying the moonlight. Yeah. I was sitting okay. on the on the ledge. Yeah, and I'm, I'm eagerly keeping track of time uh -huh. for when he needs to be back downstairs, so, oh, yeah. Yeah. so he doesn't have to worry about it. Because there's yeah. another set, and I'm only on board. Yeah. <laughs> right. But yeah. and and um, I don't know how much this is may or may not build a rift between me and Banu, but I I drink, but I don't do drugs. I have a very oh. specific vice, uh -huh. so that's yeah. why I didn't go with them because they're all smoking their right happy yeah. cigarettes. Yeah, that's <laughs> only. That's huh? only. Yeah. What did you say? I said consent only. Banu is a big believer right, in yeah. like you appreciate the things that you oh, want well, to then appreciate. We're good. Yeah, I, yeah, I will drink. Yeah, until I pass out. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I feel like so, Ellen's just enjoying a cigarette too. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 So probably at this point, mm -hmm. contemplative silence, mm -hmm. yeah. relaxation. Yeah. 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 Um. Uh. And. As you as you finish a song, mm -hmm. you hear this like um, slow but enthusiastic clap um, from you know from behind you. 
and uh, and and you both you both kind of turn around and you see Arlo Madison there. No. I hate this guy. <laughs> I, I'm the one guy I hate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everyone's just gonna hate him. And, and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. Ar- Arlo is absolutely hateable. He is. First of all, he's incredibly attractive. He's um, he's really kind of vapid, um, and he's extremely rich and privileged. Um, and so uh, he's he's not necessarily a bad person. But like he has no concept of of what struggles are. <laughs> it's like not like us. And, yeah. And, and yeah. To Adam's credit, he made all of this come across very clearly in a very short description. Yeah. Yes. I read it and personally hated him, and also recognized that my character would hate him uh-huh. immediately after reading only what three or four sentences yeah, yeah. like oh yeah this guy i hate this kid nice oh that feels good that feels good because yeah that's kind of what i wanted so, um, you know, as i was i was scrolling through uh instagram I yeah think, yesterday and i came across this someone talking about the german word uh back back which i can't i don't speak german so i i totally have screwed this up but it is a word that means a face that's badly in need of a fist. Yes, yes. Yeah. I need that word. I'm yeah. going to learn this word. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I, I'll, I have said this before. I'll send it yeah. to you because because yeah. that that was exactly the feeling I got from this guy too. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I have multiple. Silver has multiple issues with him. Uh-huh. One, we're almost polar opposites in backstory. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then the other thing is, even though I am the icon of matter. The thing that I'm second best at is forces, uh-huh. and he's the icon of forces. He's and so yeah. I I kind of just I think he's irrelevant. Like, <laughs> I can just and I, I can't. I'm not as I'm not as good at it as he is. Yeah, but yeah. I also hate him so much. I'm like just get rid of that kid. And I'll do both. <laughs> right. like, just yeah. send him away. Yeah, yeah. So, There's so. nothing about this that wouldn't be better if he was just gone. Right. Rearrange. So the second the second yeah. I turn and recognize it's him. Yeah. Every, every energy, every cell in my body yeah. wants to get off of this rooftop. Uh-huh, yeah. And I'm trying to figure out how to do it. Yeah. Because I don't, he doesn't know that I hate him because we have to work together. Yeah. So yeah. I keep a cordial, don't burn bridges where, you know, you have to yeah. work together. He doesn't know that I hate him. Yeah. yeah. But I yeah. deeply hate him. <laughs> so I, I want to not be here. What was my safe haven? Like it. Somebody got into a place that no one else was supposed to be in, uh-huh. except yeah. me and Evelyn, and now they're here. Yeah, they're it's here. the person you hate. And, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I am, I'm livid. Yeah, I feel like yeah. with my mind, I just feel Ranger would be better. Off. Yes. Yeah. 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 A, a drunk vomiting person <laughs> would be better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> like, oh, sorry, the bathroom's down there. Go yeah. away. Right. This is worse. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is absolutely worse. And uh, so uh, for our audience, uh, um, uh, uh, Arlo is played by Bill Skarsgård, which is the youngest of the Skarsgård brothers. And he's super cute, but in this really, like, weaselly, smarmy way. Like, not like Alexander Skarsgård, who's just, like, you know, Viking god. Um, okay, but Alexander Skarsgård is also kind of smarmy. Well, true. Yeah. So yeah. Um, so so um, imagine Alexander Skarsgård, but less attractive and more arrogant. And that's what Bill Skarsgård uh, envisions. <laughs> I actually think he's super hot, but I have mental issues. So um, so but but yeah. So Arlo has this like 
perfectly brill creamed hair. Um, you know, and as he's clapping, he's doing that thing where he's like, he's got the cigarette in his mouth and he's smoking, like taking drags in and letting them out without moving the cigarette from his mouth, without touching it with his hands. You know, um, it, those of you observe smokers, you know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> but it's, it, it, you know, he, and like, he's just doing this clap and he's like, that is solid, man. That is just so solid. You can swing like nobody else, man. Like silver, silver, you got a gift. Can, um, can I read him to see if he's being sincere or if he's just like being an asshole? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, roll. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you care. Yeah, uh, perception <laughs> plus empathy. So where are we going to get another forces icon? <laughs> this guy's going off the roof. <laughs> no, he doesn't know that I hate him. He doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not that. I'm not yeah. that bold. Yeah. No, no, no. And, okay. Yeah, and he's not perceptive enough to recognize whether or not anybody hates it. That's the yeah. worst part about these kind of assholes. Yeah, mm-hmm. they don't even. They're, they're the last ones to know that they're assholes. No, no. He thinks he's cool. Yeah. He thinks you love him. Yeah, why wouldn't you? You wouldn't be surprised how often that happens in real life. Uh-huh. I got no successes either. That's no one of my greatest. No, I, had, I had a success in a one, so it canceled. Oh, so it just canceled out. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. So uh, this is good to be. Yeah. So, so you you can't really tell whether he's sincere or not. Um, you're usually pretty good at reading people, but you've had a few yeah. martinis at this mm-hmm. point, and um, and Quite a few. and he's also like. He's stupidly charming. Like, you know, like hates that I find Yeah. Him some people see through him. But yeah, right? Yeah. You're like yes. you're like, I would totally have sex with you, but how dare you? Yeah. Like <laughs> I know people like this. Yeah, uh, I know. Yeah. Yep. It's 90% of the people I've been attracted to yep. my entire life. Yep. I get it. They yeah. have that high charisma. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like, why? Yeah. So <laughs> we totally have sex with you, but also I would deny that we ever touched yes. later. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. and uh, yeah, I, I I mean like this is a weakness that some of us have. It's you know it's what we live with. Um, <laughs> so I, I would yeah. turn around to him and just go, "Thanks, Arlo. I appreciate it." Yeah, you're welcome, cat. You're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, like, oh! he uses jazz slang without any awareness of mm-hmm. how awkward. Oh, he oh you, you are cl- you're, you're doing it loud and clear. Yeah. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Arlo, how yeah. much have you had to drink tonight? Oh, oh, I'm I'm pretty toasted. Uh, I just came up here to get some fresh air as he takes drag off his cigarette. <laughs> okay, the yeah, second he does that, I go, oh, well, I got to go get down, go down and get ready for the next That's set. Right, so. your next set. Uh, uh, righteous, yeah, righteous. Yeah, yeah. So I'll catch you later, man. <laughs> nice seeing you, nice seeing you. I walk right past him. Immediately. <laughs> Fast as possible without making it awkward. Okay, sorry. Uh, I, you know, I'm gonna make you roll on this. Let's see if you know anything. He's drunk he's and drunk. he's overconfident. So I'm gonna give you a minus two on the difficulty. So you only need five. Okay. Roll, roll uh, charisma mm-hmm. plus uh, subterfuge. All right. Just wanna see if he picks up on it or not. Where is so okay okay. <laughs> Please don't. I got one success. Okay, all and right. No failures. Okay, so um, so like. Oh wait, wait. You said, oh no, five or higher. Five or higher. Oh, two successes. Two successes. Okay, all right. 
So yeah, so um, so you brush past him and uh, you can't help it. You shoulder check him just a tiny bit. <laughs> that feels right. Just a little yeah. bit. That feels right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and but but he's he's like, oh yeah, watch where you're walking, friend. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, like ignore all of that. We've yeah. all been partaking tonight. Uh, yeah, yep. yeah, and um, and uh, yeah. So you, you go, you head to the elevator. He's like, Evelyn, Evelyn, Hi, man, <laughs> man, can he play? I know, right? He's so talented, so incredibly talented, so talented. He can be famous someday. You know what? He needs. We need to get him an agent. Yeah, an agent. Yeah. I could find him an agent. You should do that. I should. I should. Yeah, find him an agent. Yeah. Oh, that'd be great. That's great. You doing okay? How are you feeling? I'm doing great. I just came up to get some fresh air myself. Me too. (laughs) Never mind, you might be right. (laughs) Yes, we both in him. I might shoot this kid. Yeah, yeah. I, I tell you, it's a good party tonight. It's a good party tonight. It's gonna be a great one tomorrow too. Yeah. Oh, again. Again. Yeah. Nothing, yeah. No, you don't find that they just kind of blend all together once we when we do this so often. Hmm. No, because I'm flirting with different people every night. Oh, good for you. <laughs> you should have yourself a little fun, like you know, take somebody up to your apartment, and you know, you say that like I never have. <laughs> Yeah. Just because you don't see it. Oh. Yes. And he looks like genuinely surprised. Like, oh my God, Evelyn does stuff? <laughs> yeah. When you look no. this good, darling. Oh. Well, I'm going to stay up here and get some fresh air and just uh, sober up a little bit. All right? Oh. Yeah. Has anyone down there caught your eye this evening? Uh, Yeah, two or three. Two or three. Mm. And, um, Yeah. But, uh, but I don't know. My my uh, might take all three of them home. But uh, or you know, pick and choose. Yeah, there's always tomorrow. There's always tomorrow. Nice. Yeah. On that note, I will and, yeah. strut. And to he get like, away. and he like toes goes to toast you, but you're already, already gone, there. and he's just, like toasting <laughs> air. He's just like. Right on, bro. Right on, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, left me hanging. Yeah. In mm-hmm. in modern terminology, he would absolutely be a bro, dude. So, um, hey, fraternities were big in the in the forties, so right, yeah. he they certainly were. would be. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, he is yeah. absolutely a frat boy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> because you got to meet all the right people and have all the right connections. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, uh, GM needs a quick bathroom break. Um, so talk amongst yourselves, and we'll be back in just a moment. Feel free to interact as characters or talk about downstairs. We could shoot them, right? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, is is that a meta conversation or is this an in-game conversation? He's not here. I I feel I feel comfortable. (laughs) I mean, we could make it look like an accident. We we could final destination. You know, it's just (laughs) it's just a matter of time until he dies. That's true, Uh, and and time is relative. Like if, if there's ever a time where my character needs to save his character. That will be the moral quandary that you're in. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Uh, he could fall off the roof, but let let's give him a couple sessions to see. If no, I, I already left. He's not. Uh, I'm not. Yeah. Not tonight. Yeah, yeah. We're all busy tonight. What, by the way, how would that be to start Adam's <laughs> game to be like, yeah, we're just gonna kill off one of your major NPCs, game one. Yeah, yes. yeah. It's fine. Yeah, that, that's that second. Yeah, cat is like. Dude, I felt that from all the way over here. <laughs> through an through an opium haze, I felt yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> like like down in yeah. the down two floors. Like had I been actually playing an instrument when he said that, it would have been like a sour note that just shook yeah. the building. Body would have just like got a little chill, like <laughs> Don't harsh the buzz. Yeah. <laughs> who has Har- who the, has Arlo actually hooked up with? That's the question. Right, but kudos to Adam because to make a character a character that hateable yes. that with, quickly with, that quickly <laughs> right like on paper already and, and then immediately <laughs> upon introduction and then not and like have it not be like cartoonishly evil yeah just right, right. so or, or, or even the banal yeah the banal irritation that we all know. Like there's nothing actually wrong with you except everything. <laughs> like had I he mean. not had he not given it a face, I already have the perfect human in real life who is Arlo. <laughs> Me too. And it, it, like that person, every time he speaks, I'm like hearing that. I guy. mean, I dated that yeah. guy. I, I mean, I <laughs> might have you know hooked up Ooh, with that guy who I won't yeah. you know, ever tell anyone who I hooked up with. You know, just, I mean, that's the whole thing, yeah. right? It's like. We, we all weren't make bad decisions. Yeah. We weren't. We weren't plotting. Throw him off a we're, not gonna, we're not going to shoot him in the back of the head. <laughs> we're really not Adam, right now. I actually yes. had. A, I actually had a question. Yeah. Yeah. What is today's date in date? I know we're in August, right? I thought it was July. No, it's in oh, July. July. Okay. It July is July 1945. July 1945. Well, we can't uh, have previously. we can't have a meaningful campaign with the <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. God so, forbid it's June. No. Um, so it is, uh, so it is Saturday, July 14th, 1945. Okay. I was just checking to see if it was coming up on, cause I, I had put in what, uh, Alexander's birthday was. I was just making oh. sure that this wasn't our birthday party. Ah, uh, so okay. it's not, but it'll be coming up soon. Oh, you are I mean, definitely not someone's yeah. death day party. Well, so <laughs> I'm playing a character who's based off of random chance and luck and good and stuff like that. So his birthday is 777. It's not also put at the right. It was a week right. ago. Yeah. Okay. So he just recently had a birthday. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so Silver, you you get downstairs uh, back, and um, and uh, Oliver has the band going again. Like, but that's fine. Like, you don't you're not expected to play every song with them. He, you know, when you want to come up, you give him a signal, or he like, you know, every once in a while he'll look, he'll find you in the crowd and look for you and be like, you know, give you that eyebrow. Like, do you want to come play? I'll 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 work you in. You know. Um, but it, it, like for him in uh, the swing and symphony, like it, like they know this, like they're not aware of the magical world, um, or at least the band isn't for sure. Oliver, you've got your doubts. Like every once in a while, he says something that makes you think like maybe Nona has told him things. Mm-hmm. Um, but but nevertheless, 
he knows that like you're not a when you play with a band you're a featured player you're not you're not a, uh, necessarily a full-time member of the band so he doesn't expect you to show up at the start of every set etc so he also knows you've got the talent to like pull off whatever he throws at you but um but uh, oliver's got the band going and people are dancing again and um and as you as you pop back into the carousel room uh dotty just like just almost appears almost instantly and just throws her arms around your neck and she and she like kisses you on the cheek and she's like silver i'm so glad you're here uh i've missed you are you going to play some more uh, I'm immediately going, yep, right now. Yeah. <laughs> yep, mm-hmm, right now. I'm so excited. I love to dance while you play. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Do you need anything? Uh, go grab me another martini and then just leave it on the base of the stage and I'll pick it up while I'm playing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She she gives you that wink. She's like, I got you, babe. And uh, yeah, and um, she heads off over to the bar and in uh, you know, and you you step up onto the stage, and and that's Oliver's cue. He knows like you're gonna jump in. Well, on the next so I'm not part. because oh, they're already in okay. full swing. Uh-huh, I'm yeah. not just gonna hop in and like yeah. frontline the song. Yeah. So since I'm just gonna like vibe in while they're yeah. while they're playing, I just pull out the harmonica and harmonize behind them. Oh, okay. So I'm just right. I'm just I'm playing more of a black backline player right now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And, and like, it, you know, you guys make eye contact and he's, uh, you know, and, and like you have that understanding of like, oh, okay, we'll, we'll, I'll, the next song will be something for you right. to play on, to shine on. So, um, yeah, so, uh, um, Alexander, um, so, uh, so you've, you've had your, your draws from the, from the three, mm-hmm. the three candidates. Um, what else are you doing? Or are you, are you going to try and figure out anything more about this? Or are you just going to enjoy yourself and let fate play out? I'm definitely trying to see what the, uh, situation is, Mm -hmm. um, or, or get a clue about that. So I'm always trying to find out, like, I'm always looking for the exit. I'm looking Uh, for who the dangerous person is. I'm looking for all of these things. Those are like computations that are always running yeah. in his back. He, I'm always figuring out the odds yeah. uh, of what's going on. So I'm on heightened awareness because I know something is going to happen, mm-hmm. but without trying to tip off anyone else and ruin the vibe of the party. Yeah, Because I know if there's one thing that Nona hates, it's having everything come to a screeching halt. Yeah. And, and I've only been part of this Mayfellow yeah. Cub for a short period of time. Yeah. Relatively short period of time. And so... I don't want to be the one who causes problems here because I've been told this is a place that I should be at right now. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She loves chaos, but chaos for the purpose of enjoyment. Right. Like she is, she doesn't like chaos that causes people to be upset or, you know, or ruins the mood basically. (laughs) So, yeah. So without having any kind of prognostication ability, I'm just trying to look and find out what like, I, what I, I guess mechanically what I'm doing yeah. is I'm using uh, the sense entropy to kind of track the strands of, of fate. What's going on? What can I see that's developing? What patterns are happening? Uh-huh. How can I try and minimize the whatever's going to happen here? Okay. Uh, right. If 
if there's anything like major, I mean, it might just yeah. be that someone has a heart attack and there's nothing I can do about that. But like, is there a vibe that I can check? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, you can check that vibe. Uh, so, uh, so, uh, this would, uh, so this would be a magic roll. Okay. Um, so you're going to roll your Arte. Um, and, uh, and this is coincidental. Uh, and uh, so, and this would basically be primarily about sensation and perception. So, uh, so it involves entropy, uh, as the primary focus, but also mm -hmm. it, it, the sense of time and the sense of, uh, correspondence because you're reading the whole room. Right. Uh, so, but nevertheless, one sphere of entropy uh, is it. So, so your difficulty would actually only be four. Okay. Uh, so, so you roll your Arte dice and a success is anything four and above. Uh, three successes. Three successes. Okay. Um, so you start to get a real clear picture as you see the, as you, you see the strands of fate, uh, sort of flowing through each other, through, through each other. Um, <laughs> I understand. I just have one of those my tides too. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm with you. They're really strong. Yeah. Um, so I don't expect and, something that comes in a can to be like twelve and a half percent. So I, is it twelve and a half percent? Oh, she, yes. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm gonna have to remember that for future because <laughs> their others don't seem that strong. But this is why I always have so many beverages. Know, right? All the rest of them are water. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and just for the record here, a reminder to our Happy Jacks listeners: we're not promoting Cutwater Tiki Rum Mai Tais, but please, dear God, Cutwater, send me some more Mai Tais. Um, but no, uh, we do not do sponsors or ads on Happy Jacks. If we talk about a thing, it's because we actually like it, and I see, I seem to like these. Um, but uh, but anyway. Yeah, so so what does it look like for Alexander? What what do you do that reveals this to you? Um and, and what does it look like when you perceive it? Can you talk about that? So I'm I'm uh I'm sort of making my way through the through the carousel room in a uh Wittershins uh spiral. Uh -huh. which is the way I'm using just to sort of track the movement of how everything's doing, uh, check in and see how, how fate is responding, how patterns and entropy are responding. Uh, it doesn't look... So to anyone on the outside looking, it just looks like I'm sort of cruising through and talk, you know, stopping and talking to people and just kind of being social as I walk around without mm -hmm. getting too involved in anything. It's more of like a, hey, how you been? Oh, that's great. You know, and not a not any in-depth conversation and just yeah. kind of get that that vibe check for the whole for the whole area. Mm -hmm. What it looks like internally is um I think it's like I think it's like uh oh it's he doesn't physically seeing this, but it's kind of like seeing uh if you're familiar with Texas Hold'em, the cards mm -hmm. that are face up on uh -huh. the table and sort of checking in and seeing what everybody's whole cards are to kind of get an idea of what is going on and how this is going to, to yeah. turn over. Okay. Um, I don't know how to describe that in a way that makes sense visually. Um, yeah, I, I think maybe it's it's sort of... Um, uh, well, let me ask you this. What is what is your paradigm of, uh, of, of your beliefs? Uh, what is... 
what is the fundamental belief about reality that Alexander has that allows him to manipulate it? Uh, that life is a life is a game mm-hmm. and it's rigged. Uh, but if you are clever and you play your cards right, if you know when to stop betting, if you know when to uh, double down, mm-hmm. then know when to hold them, know when to hold them. I was fighting so bad. I deliberately stayed away from that because the playlist I created for this character, that of course was right. Right, was one of the songs I have in there. One of the first ones I put in there. Um, but that you can always look, everyone knows the house is going to win over mm-hmm. a long enough time, but if you play smart, you can get more, you, you can get more turns, you, mm-hmm. you can get more, you can play more hands if you play smart, yeah. even though we're all going to lose in the end. Yeah, yeah, on there. So, the way that he sees it is almost like he's not above cheating. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this, and his ultimate goal would be just like in terms of like a snapshot mentally, his idea of ascension is beating the house. Oh, uh-huh. and and getting off of the 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 roulette wheel. Yeah, on there. Yeah. So everyone's number comes up eventually, but if you play smart, you get more spins. You play more hands. Yeah. yeah. Um, on there. So he he sees everything as being a way of stacking the odds in his favor. Mm-hmm. Or minimizing the if if you're in knowing knowing when to cut and try and not put too much on the table uh, at a time. Yeah. Okay. All right. Kind of. Uh, let me pitch this and see what you think about it. I wonder if, like, as you're looking around the room, uh, you hear that uh, that that click clack uh, of the the roulette wheel, mm-hmm. um, and and as you look at different people, the 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 speed of it and the 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 pitch of of it hitting uh, the metal ball hitting the the little ridges and all that mm-hmm. like uh the sound just changes slightly as you look as you focus on different people and you don't necessarily know what that means as far as what number it's going to land on but uh but you you can get a sense of uh of which people are Closer to losing than uh, than winning, maybe. Okay. And yeah, resident gambler here. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, your idea actually works perfectly. So the yeah. sound changing would be because the slots and the spaces between are bigger or smaller. Really? So like, if if yeah. the, if the sound slows down, uh-huh. what you're saying is like that person's more likely to get picked because it took longer to get from this bar to that bar. Yeah. So that slot is bigger. Mm. Yeah. Versus if it's if it sped up, that slot got smaller. That person's less likely, so their yeah. odds are getting smaller. So like that, that sort of like yeah. timing of the pitch would work like a a rigged roulette wheel, uh-huh. which. Please let me find a rigged roulette wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody. Make it happen and show me what's that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So maybe that's kind of what helps, you know, just kind of give you a sense. Like you don't know the specifics. You don't know, like, oh, well, this person's gonna have a heart attack tomorrow. This person's gonna get hit by a car in three years. Like But, but like I can kind of tell the patterns, like, mm-hmm. oh, you're you're moving you're moving in a direction that is going to be a pivotal moment. Yeah. Whether that's mm-hmm. death or some big change or something, whereas right. you're not in such a, a close proximity. To that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, 
so so you start to get a sense of the patterns and um and you um and uh as you're looking around the room all of a sudden like that shift in uh in rhythm and pitch uh just like something really sharp hits actually i'm going to ask one quick uh-huh. question I'm not familiar with roulette at all besides the general concept of it. Is there a specific direction that the wheel turns all the time? Like, is it always spun to the right or is it? It's always spun clockwise. Clockwise? Okay. Yeah. So so let me amend that. I would have been. The, they, they spin the wheel clockwise and they and throw the ball, the ball opposite, counterclockwise. Right. Oh, okay. All right. The reason I'm asking is because one of my, um, is it tools or instruments mm-hmm. or how you how yeah. you do stuff is, is uh, rituals. Okay. And so I would be planning my route in such a way that it was reminiscent of of that. Like I'd have a ritual of how I walk around the room, mm-hmm. um, which would sort of simulate the the uh, you know turn of a roulette. Yeah. Know, or the way that cards are dealt would be a way that I would you know do things. On yeah. Them, just yeah. so I. Because I know that's a big important part of how this works thematically. Yeah, yeah, and 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 to me, that's uh, that's my favorite part of this game is talking about what does the magic feel like, look like, act like to you, to your character. Like that's uh, that's the thing that's super fun about it. It's not so much like what you do; it's like how does this manifest as your version of reality. So, um, so yeah, you're kind of you're kind of walking around counterclockwise and you're focusing on or you're walking around clockwise and you're focusing on the rhythms that are coming to you counterclockwise and, I, actually or, i think it was swap, or, that. swap that swap that okay. i'm I, like i'm acting as the ball as i go yeah. around and i'm feeling the everything else turn around maybe the other way yeah okay yeah and um and i think like um uh you sort of intuitively know it's happening, but most of the people don't really comprehend. But like, but as we see sort of a bird's eye view of the dance floor, we realize like all of the all of the dancers, like they're doing these spins and twirling each other and all that, and they're all going clockwise. And uh and and as as you sort of like weave your way through them uh in a counterclockwise fashion. And then um uh on this overhead shot can i just like the foley yeah. is the foley is like as i cross each group is tick tick tick, tick uh-huh tick. yeah 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 and then um and, and then there's this sort of like uh it's a subtle sound difference that most people wouldn't pick up on but as a card player you know the difference between that flutter of cards being shuffled and that sudden shift when you realize, like, the cards being shuffled have gone poof, you know, exploded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a slight difference in sound, but it's there, right? Mm-hmm. And you, it hits you like a ton of bricks. And and you spin around and, um, and, uh, and, and you see Dottie is right behind you. And, uh, and she smiles that big bright midwestern smile um you know and um and she uh you know um and she uh uh she just kind of reaches out and she just boops your nose (laughs) (laughs) 
And then she, you know, just does a little grin and a wink, and then and then she heads off to the bar. But that sound chilled you to the bone. And uh yeah. Um yeah. I, I do a quick look to where she came from, uh-huh, and then spin around and start following her. Mm. So she just kind of came from like over by the door, uh, by the main door, and um, and she's uh, and she's heading over to the bar. Um, she goes up to the bar and uh, and uh, like as soon as she's there, Salazar is waiting to meet her. Uh, you all know Salazar. Um, Salazar is kind of a um, uh. Salazar is either a small, pretty young man or a uh, or a built, handsome young woman. Um, it's not really like sure. Nobody actually cares because Salazar is hot. Um, <laughs> uh, they like thought, everyone here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It, it's, yeah. Welcome to Adam's world. Everyone's hot. Um, so, but Salazar has this like, like close cropped uh, black hair, but, it, it, but a little bit of like what will eventually become a pompadour when that becomes the latest fashion. <laughs> oh, uh, but, it's, but right now it's just a little bit of a ridge <laughs> at the front. Um, and, uh, it's and a duckling's ass. It's a duckling, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and they just like, they're always in like, just like their standard, like black dress or you no know, white dress shirt with black tie and black vest and in black slacks. Um, and, uh, and, uh, but they just have this way of looking at everybody when they talk to you, it's like, you're the most interesting person they've ever talked to. And, you know, and it's it's one of those things that like lots, like all the best bartenders and waiters have have that skill where it's like, oh yeah, I would totally go home with you if you tip me well enough. You know, like everybody reads that from Salazar and they tip well. <laughs> Play, played by uh, Melissa Navia, also yes. best known as uh, Erica Ortega from uh-huh. Strange New Worlds. Yes, yeah, yeah. The best character in Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Let's be clear. <laughs> yes. I don't know. I kind of like Space Daddy, too. But Space yeah. Daddy is hot. But, but yeah. But, like, Ortega is, like... Burn down the barn hot? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Or- Ortega is, like, maybe I'm more bisexual than I think. Like, like hmm. Uh, but, no. Uh, but, yeah. So, but Salazar behind the bar has always been there uh, and and they're not the only bartender, but they're always present when it's a Mayflower Club meeting um, or, you know, and seems to always be the bartender, the main bartender whenever uh, whenever uh, it's one of Nona's parties, which is... So you know, four to five times a week. Yeah. Four to five times a week, <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, and even like, like you can be there until 3 a.m., for the, for the dance party, and then like it, you know, and if you have to have breakfast the next morning for a Mayflower Club meeting, like Salazar is still behind the bar uh, always. So, so Salazar is wealthy uh, because <laughs> for me alone, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tips. Uh, Salazar has a wealth of life. Let's say, mm. yeah, um, and um, uh, actually, everybody, is, let's make everybody roll. Uh, give me a perception plus awareness roll. 
Um, if you have, if you have a cult and it's higher than your awareness, you can use a cult. Okay. Perception and awareness. Uh huh. What's the rating? Uh, difficulty is seven. Ooh. Four successes. Oh. Two successes. Three. Ooh. One. Okay. <laughs> so, um, so you just know she's special. So, so or there. Special is... Let me start that over. Silver just knows that Salazar is special. Yeah. That, uh, you didn't have to tell me that. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah. It's obvious. Uh, um, uh, I mean, Bonnie, always has, one, two, three, always two, three, has the uh, martini ready for right, me. Right, that's yeah. all I needed yeah. to know. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> We're good. Uh, Banu knows there is something, so, so the three of you know that it's not just mundane specialness. There is something supernatural about Salazar. Um, you don't know what it is, um, uh, but, but there's something supernatural there. Banu, you know just enough to understand that Salazar is not a mage. There's something special, there's something supernatural, but it's not the same as what all of you are. Um, but uh, but Salado- Salazar doesn't talk about it. Noda doesn't talk about it. And, um, and so, uh, so you might be a little more aware of the nuances but uh, but but even you don't know exactly what Salazar is. Yeah. Oh, y'all thinking about this too damn hard. <laughs> Salazar is the best damn bartender this right? side of the Mississippi. Yeah. That's what all else that, do you need to know? That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, your drink is drop dead gorgeous every time. Yeah, mm-hmm. fuck yeah. this golem. Right. <laughs> Wait, did you say fuck this golem? No, no, someone no. in chess. A, a hotness golem. golem. A hotness golem. Oh my god, yes. Thank you, story girl. A hotness golem is like that is that is the epitome of all of my NPCs. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Somehow we've gone two sessions and haven't mentioned abs once. I know. <laughs> yeah. Untrue. We definitely had a mention of abs so, last week. We did. Yeah, last yeah, yeah we did oh, last week. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah. So um, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, it's in it's in their contract, right? Yeah. Banu had four successes. So Banu has seen Salazar lift up the shirt before. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen all of the abs, and there were many of them. Sometimes yeah. you just gotta play the washboard. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, um, <laughs> uh, so, uh, but. But Salazar is uh, is right there waiting for Dottie as she gets up to the bar, and um, and uh, Dottie orders a uh, orders a drink uh, for herself, a gin spritzer. I don't even know if that's a thing. That's just what came. To yeah, mind. it is. What is now? A gin spritzer. Yeah. It's a thing uh, at the carousel room. Yeah. Gin spritzers are all the rage. And in a martini for D G I N N D J I N N Spritzer, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, and um, uh, so so do you like come up to the bar next to her? Or are you gonna like talk to her, or are you just following her? Uh, I'm going to follow her and then come up to right next right next to her mm-hmm. and uh, take my whiskey neat. Uh-huh. Which is also being provided by my cells at the same time. Yes. 
I just have this image of Talos just reaching under the bar and bringing up both of them right there. <laughs> Yeah, as yeah, if, yeah. <laughs> as if they're a background bartender, it's all oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, Absolutely, yeah. It, like Salazar knows your your typical drink, and it's and it's ready for you whenever you walk up to the bar. The exception is when you're coming up to the bar and you're like, "I'm not sure I want my usual." For some reason, Salazar just doesn't have it ready as soon as you get there. Um, and waits for you to I say what you want. Yeah, Salazar. best bartender yeah. ever. <laughs> yeah. Salazar well, we'll behind the, the bar, bucks. very important superstar. Uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll go. Yeah. I'll sit right next to next to Dottie and yeah. um, say, "So, just a, a leading, just, just, uh, just a leading." <laughs> oh, thank you. I walk right into that. Um, How you doing tonight, hon? Well, I'd be better if I didn't know something was going to happen. Do you know? Something's going to happen? Like, you mean like a good thing? Or like a bad mm, thing? Probably not a good thing. Oh, that's a bummer. You booped my nose right at the moment when I was just about to get something. Oh, I'm sorry. Did know? I throw you off your game? I just thought you might know something. Oh, well, I know you've got a cute nodum. And... <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um, Alexander, you gotta lighten up. Things oh. aren't as bad as they seem. You always look so dour, so down. Just uh if you follow the if you follow the lines long enough, they always end. Well, yeah, but sometimes at the end there's a pot of gold. And most of the time there's not. Maybe you're following the wrong lines. Maybe I am. And I will turn and prop my elbows on the bar uh, and start looking out at the party again, still observant. Yeah. Um, she kind of mimics the same thing, kind of props her elbows on the bar and like, uh, you know, and uh, kind of watches with you. And she, and she says, um, you know, they're all pretty magical, aren't they? All of them. They're just kind of like, like fireflies. They're just out there, and they don't even know how much light they're making. How pretty they're making this, the stars. How pretty they're making the evening. That's a nice way to look at it. Yeah, isn't it? I like nice things. Well, let's, uh, how long has, has Dottie been, been, uh, been here? Um, Dottie's one of the, one of the newer members. She's maybe been here about, like, uh, maybe like a year or two. Okay. So, so I yeah. think that's more than Alexander. I think he's about okay. six to nine months. Okay, so fairly there. recent. Right. Yeah. So she yeah. would have been a fixture when he was already. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When he showed up. Um. Yeah. Well, let's hope what we're we're building here can uh, help everyone shine like a firefly. <laughs> oh, absolutely. We're going to. We're going to build something beautiful here. I believe in Nona. Like. All this talk she has about, like, making things peaceful, making things better. It's going to be wonderful. You're going to see. Like, there's no reason to be so down all the time. Things are looking up. Don't you worry, man. All right. And, um, uh, and she, uh, she reaches into her, 
her little purse, and she uh, she pulls out a little tin, and she pops it up, and she says, peppermint? Well, I've been taught that anytime anyone offers me a mint, they're probably saying something subtle, so, yeah. <laughs> well, maybe I'm just saying I'd like to give you something. I'm going to give this martini <clears throat> to Silver after, for after his number, but it's good to see you. And you. Just uh, keep your eye out, would you? All right. I'll keep my eye out. You keep your smile out. Got it, soldier? I and, give uh, a, little, a little half salute. Yeah. <laughs> with, yeah. And she gives you her little, like, head toss, wink, and a, a, you know, and a smile, and, like, uh, grabs her drink and silvers and, like, uh, heads back over. Like, she just sort of, like, weaves through the dance floor effortlessly, uh, taking the drink back to... Uh, uh, back up to the to the stage, um, um, yeah. So, uh, uh, so, um, Evelyn, you went back down to the bar, yes. right? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, so, uh, uh, so, party continues. Uh, uh, just around eleven thirty. Um, uh, Nona takes the stage and in her bubbly, effervescent Sally Bowles way, she, you know, uh, thanks everybody for coming and, you know, and uh, and uh, um, just kind of gives a little a little pep talk, <laughs> like, you know, dance, drink, you know, enjoy the night. Uh, you know, we're all here to have a good time uh, and, um, you know. And um, and she, you know, and she says, uh, you know, uh, join us here, uh, you know, tomorrow. Uh, we're going to have, uh, you know, as always, we're going to have another great night. Uh, Oliver Gordy and the Swing and Symphony are going to be back, along with Silver, and you know, and everybody applauds, and um, and. Uh, um, as, as she's, uh, uh, as she's talking, um, there's, there's this moment where all of a sudden, um, all of you feel the lights fade, uh, all the lights kind of dim to darkness and, um, and each of you, you know, you kind of blink a little bit, like what, you know, this this is not normal like is this a power outage uh you know what's what's going on the lights kind of um uh the lights blink in and out and then um and then there's this moment of like pitch black darkness and uh and then you you each open your eyes and the nine of you uh the four of you plus the other members of the mayflower club the other icons uh, you're standing um, in what seems to be a flat desert area um, lit only by the moon and stars so bright and numerous uh, that uh, that you you know you're far away from any kind of city. Um, you know, uh, like silver hasn't seen stars like this since leaving Mississippi. You know, um, uh, um, there the the Milky Way above it almost looks just like a solid strip of light uh, across the night sky. 
Um, and and the nine of you are sort of arrayed there, sort of in a semicircle with Nona at the at the center. And um and she kind of takes a few steps forward and you as as you look around, you realize like no like none of you knows what's going on, even Nona. And um and uh and she kind of steps forward and um and uh and she's staring off into the distance and as you, as you all shift and focus and you see what she's staring at it's sort of this tall metal tower like a scaffolding out in the middle of nowhere with this big round structure uh sort of suspended at the top of it and um and uh and <laughs> nona um Nona just kind of like catches her breath and you see like her cigarette and the cigarette holder just fall from her fingers and extinguish on the desert floor. And that's where we go in tonight. Nice. Ah! Yeah. I yeah. Yeah. I... yeah. yeah. Think I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know what this is too. Uh, my, there's a yeah. few clues. Yeah. I'm a history nerd, uh -huh. and yeah. the date is. Uh, uh -huh. yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's New Year's, right? It's right. It's the one week celebration uh -huh. of Alexander's birthday. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Got a whole like fireworks playing. Yeah, yeah. Um, nothing bad. Right, nothing bad at all. What could possibly happen that's bad? Yeah, I, I'm sure things are fine. It's it's just it's probably 1945. Okay. Yeah. There's no issue. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, thank you uh, to all of our audience for watching. We're really glad you joined us. I hope you enjoyed it. Nona hopes you enjoyed it too, as do I and all of our players. Um, I'd like to thank our chat mods. Uh, thank you, uh, James V, I believe, is our chat mod tonight. Yes, um, thank you, James V, for uh, keeping our chat a safe place uh, for people to interact and, uh, and join us uh, in, uh, in enjoying this thing that we all love. Um, thank you to our amazing Patreons who keep us ad-free and independent. It's because of you that we are able to play games we enjoy without worrying about publishing companies or system popularity. You can join their heroic ranks at happyjacks.org slash Patreon. Um, and I'm one of them, so uh, you should be too. Um, also, if you're a Patreon, uh, you can enjoy our monthly new series called Nerding Out, where we just get together and talk about uh, stuff that we love for an hour or more. Um, <laughs> or in some cases, hate. Or in some cases, yeah. hate. Yes, yeah, that's fine. Venting uh, can be cathartic. Oh, yeah, absolutely, yeah. We have lots planned. We did one in October about costumes. Uh, they they did, uh, I don't remember what the November one was, but they just did one for December about Disneyland. Um, so, oh. yeah, uh, we have more planned. Uh, I'm personally very excited about all the Star Trek ones. Um, yeah, and, uh, but anyway... Uh, but that's that's uh, if you join us on Patreon, you can get part of that, uh, as well as access to exclusive interviews with our uh, our game designers of the month, indie game designers of the month, etc. Um, so look in the chat. James V will post all of the cool stuff. You can find this program at happyjacks.org/trinitieswake, uh, and you can find all of our other shows at happyjacks.org/shows. Did I say that right? Yeah. yeah, pretty yeah. good. All right. Yeah, okay. Um, 
All right, so uh, I am Adam. You can find me on the socials at Hubuck, H-O-O-B-U-K, except on a few of them where I have to go with an extra O in Hubuck. Um, and, uh, but yeah, so come find me on Instagram. I talk about nerd shit, the entertainment industry, labor unions, gay stuff, nerd stuff, native stuff, and cats and politics. So uh, that's me. Um, let's go over here. And Dion, you want to uh, say bye to the people and introduce yourself? Goodbye, everyone. Okay. I have been Dion, and it's been a pleasure. Uh, you can find me on the internet in most places at Delta Echo 7792, although it's just pictures of my kid and my family. Yeah. So nothing interesting. <laughs> or just if you want to. The uh, best. Uh, yeah. A nice chill hang. Yeah. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, it's been a pleasure. Have Great. a wonderful night. Thank you. Okay. I was Courtney, um, and ooh, where to find me on socials? <laughs> um, I guess I'm on TikTok at Vampire Corgi. Uh, I don't post much, but when I do, it's about playing the hurdy gurdy. Um, otherwise, like you did for The Witcher, like I did for what? The Witcher, like a year oh. ago. Um, yeah, I actually posted the clips from that on there. Um, just tell, just be like Courtney. You make more hurdy gurdy content. Yeah. Just please. The world yeah. needs more hurdy gurdy content. It does. Yep, it yep. really does. That's Mainly not just, just so a bunch. people will say the word hurdy gurdy more. Yeah, I know, it's so good. It's so good. I know. So much of the content is a bunch of like old European white dudes, and we're trying yeah. to make diversify that a bit. Oh, so yeah. now there's younger white women who are doing it. So I'm like, it's a start, <laughs> but you know, it's still, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> still uh, needs to grow a bit more. Still needs more exposure, but it's a yeah. super cool. Cool instrument, so yeah. Then you'll see me here whenever we play these games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Nick. Hey everyone, I'm Nick. You can find me online at most places at Sungrowler. That is the uh, gnome de guerre I use on the internets. Uh, most currently, that would be uh, Twitter because uh, I refuse to call it X. And then also on Instagram and. Uh, I guess that's really it. I've got a blue sky, but I, I'm still figuring that Mastodon all out. So yeah. if, if you're interested, you're probably best off seeing me here, or I think mm -hmm. I've got the card thingy down here, and uh, that'll, that'll figure it out. Hi, I am Pooja. You can find me on the internet as Forgotten Saves. Mostly I am posting pictures of my cats because they deserve it. And they're gorgeous. They really are. It's so my cool. tiny terror and my sweet emo <laughs> teenager. Um... I also yell about books. Yeah. On Blue Sky, mostly, on that one. Um, so if you want to see what I'm reading when I'm not yelling about it in the shows, <laughs> <laughs> you can find it on my socials. Uh, if you want to hear me play more TTRPGs, currently we have just aired our mid-season break uh, episode. That is episode six of Mekong. Mm, Southeast yeah. Asian setting mech space opera and oh, yeah. we bring the drama to the opera nice y'all it is amazing so proud of the work that we have yeah. done um you can find that over at the queen's court games youtube channel nice and uh don't forget uh you can find our uh pinnacles burning bright which is a wild talents uh actually i mean pinnacles is wild talents yes yeah. And that's on Sunday afternoons and Burning Bright, which is a Blade Runner on uh, Tuesday evenings. Um, so and then our advice show every Sunday evening. Uh, so feel free to check us all out at happyjacks.org and um, join us. I think are we playing next week? I know it's like the day mm -hmm. before New Year's Eve. 
All right, so so we should be playing next week and generally every Saturday uh, evening uh, for a while um, and uh, to catch up on past episodes, which now there will be some, uh, you can go to happyjacks.org slash Trinity's Wake and find our others at happyjacks.org. Um, thank you, everybody, for joining us for Trinity's Wake, our May 20th anniversary edition actual play. And uh, and we will see you all in one week. Bye. Bye. This show is a product of the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Visit happyjacks.org for more information and to find all our streams and podcasts.